0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to uh, New Nintendo Podcast XL. As always, I'm your host, Brandon, Brandon Hoff. Um, We're going to do something crazy this time. Uh, We are doing what is uh, dubbed the console canon, And uh, with me, I have a very special guest, uh, Dylan Flynn. Dylan, welcome back to the show.
1: Hi. Uh, as your guest co-host, I would like you to please do the version of the name of this show that rhymes.
0: Uh.
1: You want me to do it? I'll yeah, do I it. want you. I want you to do it. Thanks for tuning in to the Console Canon with your host, Brandon.
0: <laughs> oh my God. What are we? Um, what
1: have we done? First of all.
0: Okay. All right. So, this is, uh, will we be like, will we be shells of ourselves by the end of this? I think I think we will f- certainly undergo a change throughout this <laughs> this entire episode. I, I we'll really be altered
1: feel, beasts by the exa- end.
0: <laughs> exactly, um, completely new, completely different people. Dylan, how you how you feeling? Going into uh, this? it's a new day, as uh, Nina Simone
1: once sang. And uh, you know, I'm feeling pretty good. I'm feeling like I'm ready to start thinking and talking about completely unimportant bullshit
0: again. Hell yeah! It it is a nice, beautiful day. It's I don't know about you, Dylan, but it's like 70 degrees here, which is very uncharacteristic of uh, w- Wisconsin. So it's just Jeez, a great November. Yeah, it's I don't know, it's it's wild. So it's it's a great fucking day. Um, so let's. Let's kind of go over what it is that we're going to be doing um, on this show. First off, I want to say thank you. Every, thank you, everybody, for, so much for tuning in live. We're doing this live. I've never done this live before uh, for the show, so I really do appreciate y'all coming out. The console canon with your host, Brandon. What we're going to be doing is we have a list of 40 consoles, 40 consoles um, dating as early back to 1977, all the way up to the Nintendo Switch. Now, we are uh, not going just down the line. We are going to be choosing each console at random,
2: Correct. and
0: we will be um, deciding on what the three most important games are for that console. So what that means is not necessarily our favorites for that console, but what we consider or, to be the Or most... the
1: best, yeah. or like the quote-unquote best
0: it is the most culturally relevant games for that that system uh ones where if you brought up that system to almost anybody who is uh, a video game nerd or even someone who's maybe even a little more casually into video games um could be like oh yeah yeah i know that console because it has this this game or whatever um yeah that's important game
1: we what? also we we should say there are people in the chat saying is the dreamcast going to be on here i just want to say we're no spoilers but yeah we began with a list of 60 consoles and we cut it down to a 50 and a 40 and a 30 and we looked at those lists and we decided that the 40 console list was a good mix of like you know culturally important things And, uh, you know, the big things that everybody thinks of and also just like some silly,
0: ridiculous things, you know? Yeah, just some um, most of these you guys will probably know, uh, but there are plenty of like off the beaten path picks that when I looked at I looked at this list and I was like, I don't know what the hell I'm going to even talk about. So this this is going to be insane. Um, It's going to be weird. We set some rules, though, for each, each, uh, consulate we talk about. So one is, is that, um, you can't, uh, do multiples of the same series. So like, for Correct. example, uh, we'll just say like, like on the same system, you can yeah. do
1: multiples of the same series across different systems. That's fine. Mm-hmm. But not on the same system. um, Also, this isn't, like, exactly a rule, but it's something that we're going to keep keeping in mind. Uh, We thought about, should we have a rule where these have to always be console exclusives? And I think what we came uh, to was, like, a use-your-best-judgment call, you Mm -hmm. know? Because there are definitely some games that got ports to other things but are still so closely associated with one console. We just didn't want to bar ourselves out from there.
0: Yeah. Um, I think beyond those two rules though, it's, it's, it's going to be pretty chaotic otherwise. Yep. Yep. Um, and I imagine a lot of these picks might go through rather quickly, but it it depends. Um, uh, me and Dylan may end up butting heads. Uh, we also do have Trevor a here on, on the boards. Thank you to Trevor, uh, for providing us with uh, the excellent music bed. And so you'll, more than likely, hear Trevor chime in from time to time. Hey guys, um,
1: <laughs> hey Trevor, hey. hey Trevor,
0: thanks for having me on. As, the, we as get the producer, totally
1: deadlocked, we might
0: ask for your help. I definitely yeah. will. Yeah. Um, Sick. awesome. Okay, so but let's let's get into it, man, because we have a big beefy list, and we're gonna just go until we're done. <laughs> so, <laughs> we gotta go until we're done. We're locked our, in here, buddy. Yeah, yeah. No, it's it is time. <laughs> To kick off the console cannon with your host Brandon, special guest host Dylan Flynn. Um, so and, let's, and let's, I will be I will be randomly generating
1: numbers between one and forty, and you will be l- reading off the corresponding console to that number on our list. Correct. Okay, so, I got this. I got this thing in front of me, buddy. Is there anything else we need to say, or can we start generating? You no, know,
0: I think let's let's just get into it. Let's just go for it
1: beep beep boop, 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 beep
0: beep okay uh 28 is our 28. first number all right wow coming right out the gate so number 28 is the Nintendo Game Boy Advance console that was released in 2001 dylan how familiar are you with the game boy advance pretty
1: familiar but the fuck this is a hard one out the gate because it feels like this was a kind of a port machine you know yeah like SNES shit and obviously some Pokemon on there. Mm-hmm. What? Oh boy! And then Game Boy Advance. Is there? Do you when you shoot from the hit, Do you think like if we have a museum and and it the Game Boy Advance will be represented by only three games? Is there one that comes to mind for you?
0: Honestly, right off the bat, no. Because as much as I love this system, um, it's not one that like. I'm quite a, a lot of years removed from even playing uh, the Game Boy Advance. Like I still have one, and I still have all all my games, but like I couldn't necessarily tell you off the top of my head what I would pick because this is, this is kind of a hard one. Well, um, okay, let's let's start with somewhere
1: easy. We're gonna pick a Pokemon game. Okay. Um, do we think that Fire Red and Leaf Green are less important than Ruby Sapphire Emerald?
0: Yes, I, I, if we're going to do a Pokemon, my go to for this is Pokemon Emerald because it, it like embodies the best of of Ruby and Sapphire. And I think if we're talking about Leaf Green and Fire Red, those are fine remakes, but there are better remakes uh, like the ones that came out for the switch. So I'm going to, I'm going to say Emerald would be my pick.
1: I also think emerald and the reason I one of the main reasons I think emerald is I think Rayquaza is like a more I I can't even remember the name Groudon what's the other one Uh, Groudon and Kyogre Kyogre. those are not as iconic as Rayquaza so I'm gonna go ahead and also lock down Pokemon emerald Okay. as one of our three picks
0: so we have so right now we have Pokemon emerald I'm putting it on the list
1: uh here's the problem. I got some big favorites on this console. I don't know that they're important. I love, I think Metroid fusion is amazing.
0: Okay. Uh, you know what? I, y- I, yeah. I never played Metroid fusion, but I, I would give it to that because I feel like here's the thing about Metroid fusion. I feel like when I talk to people about Metroid, a lot of the time people, that's what, that's one that they bring up a lot. So yeah. I hear a lot about Metroid fusion so I'm I'm kind of willing to concede a slot to that, to that game because I feel like when people are talking about Game Boy Advance oftentimes that that game comes up. So I guess
1: my my other big pick on this handheld would be like Castlevania
0: Aria of Sorrow, but that doesn't feel important. I don't so yeah, see I don't know if I can give it to Aria of Sorrow. I'm sure it's a great game. Like I uh, I'm more familiar with like uh uh, like Portrait of Ruin and like some of the DS releases. Yeah. I have, yeah. I have no ties to. It doesn't to feel important Star.
1: enough. Let me yeah. throw out some other titles and you just give me like a, just, just go one to 10, how important you think this title is. Okay.
0: Okay. Advanced Wars. Uh, I would say in, in a seven, I think it's Gold, pretty golden important. Sun. Ooh. I'd give that one an eight. I think that one's a little more important. Probably a little
1: bit more important. Okay, let's talk about some ports. Do we want to pick a port? It was kind of a port machine. You had like all the Mario Advance games. You got uh, 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 the the port of of Final Fantasy VI and Tactics Advance. Mm -hmm. Uh, I remember those feeling like big releases at the time, but now it seems like, you know, now that you would emulate them anyway, if you wanted to play them probably would, does it matter
0: that they're on advance anymore? I mean, honestly, not necessarily because like, especially if you can have access to them just through emulation, like I don't really see them as super high, important culturally relevant titles. Um, And same with the ports. Like the thing with the ports is some of those ports are pretty good but some of them are also really bad. Like they, they did port a couple of the donkey Kong country games to, to advance. And those ended ended up being like, they're not good. Same with the Yoshi's Island one. Like if I had to choose, I would much rather play that on like super Nintendo or something. Let's talk about the minish cap. Okay. Because it
1: feels like maybe the, the other than one of those two DS ones, the like bottom tier of importance in handheld Zelda titles
0: I think that Minish Cap is super underrated. I think it's cool. I think it's cool. It is a very, very good um, uh, Zelda game that not a lot of people talk about. Uh, I mean, it definitely comes up. It's so weird because there's like such like these weird mechanics that they were doing in that in that game. Mm -hmm. Um, I would, you know what? I would give it to Minish Cap. Okay. I, I, I would. Choose How do that we feel about pick?
1: our three then? We got Pokemon Emerald, Metroid Fusion, and Zelda Minish Cap. I I think I I think I
0: would be okay with those picks. Okay, let's lock it in. Let's lock right. it in. All right, it's done. Game Boy Advance. Those are the three culturally relevant games. Uh, all right, what we got next? Thirty-two. Okay, uh, a system I'm not super familiar with. Uh, I mean, I'm somewhat familiar with this one, but this is the Microsoft Xbox Three Sixty, released Fuck. in 2005. We actually oh. got um uh, a clip yeah. from a friend of the show, um, Ryan Hughes. Oh um, right. So Trevor, if you want to cue that up, and we can listen to that, and yeah. See what Ryan Hughes has to say about the...
3: uh... Hello, everybody. It's your best friend, Ryan Hughes, speaking. And I have a list of the top three most important games from the Xbox 360. First, I got Gears of War. Should be no surprise. This really kicked off that Xbox 360 generation in style less than a year after the console released. And it brought with it a brand new IP... Gorgeous game. Blew people's minds when they saw these graphics. And the online multiplayer really kind of... ...bolstered Xbox Live's success kind of early into the generation. Second game is also no surprise. I got Halo 3. This game was massive when it came out. And, again, the co-op and multiplayer made Xbox Live the biggest thing on the planet. This game was the biggest thing on the planet when it came out. Thirdly... Uh, this one might be a bit of a surprise. Final Fantasy 13. You know, Final Fantasy, so long associated with Sony at the time in the PlayStation console, suddenly coming over to the Xbox and kind of making waves as a major exclusive, making the jump to multi platform. And I think that's a trend that has been continuing a lot. I mean, even first party Sony games now are coming to the PC. And I think Final Fantasy 13 making that jump from PlayStation for so long to a multi-platform brand that could hit PlayStation and the Xbox is hugely responsible for that kind of trend beginning. Wow. Okay. I mean,
1: uh, I gotta say, really good argument for Final Fantasy 13. Mm-hmm. That's, uh, it, that's it's like it does seem like if we were curating a museum, it would be a good way for us to like. Talk about the way that the console exclusive is this diminishing idea in the 2000s and 2010s. Mm-hmm. I, might oh, the, the music's a little hot there on the ones and twos. Uh I feel that let's look at the at some of our other exclusives. Okay, let's see. Okay, all right. I, I got a few here. All right, what do you got? Forza Motorsport three pops out to me. Uh, because it seems like those Forza games are, like, one of the big ways that they sell those Xbox consoles. Like, Mm -hmm. look how good our cars look. Yep. This time.
0: They always, they always show off a Forza, like, whenever they're showing off their new system, there's always, like, a 95% sure, uh, certainty that they're going to show a Forza game and just be like, listen, do you see these 4K graphics? Look (laughs) at these cars. Um...
1: Uh how about Fable Two? That's one that jumps out to me as well. I know the Fable series has its kind of baggage, its cultural baggage. hmm Here's um, one because there was a lot of merchandising also. What about Viva Pinata? That was a that was kind of a big moment, wasn't it?
0: Yeah, I feel like that one was pretty big. I knew a lot of people, even like people who weren't super into gaming, be really into Viva Pinata. Um let me throw one at you. So, all right, as far as, uh, Ryan's list goes, um, he really did hit the nail on the head on, on halo three. Like, yeah. I distinctly remember when that game came out and it just like being, It was like when Mountain Dew released, uh, their game fuel drink and they had,
2: and they <laughs> oh had God,
0: right? master chief. <laughs> they had master chief on the can. So, um, Game fuel alone locks Halo 3 yeah. down on this list. It, it is absolutely like that is a pick. Um, I wanted to throw one. I wanted to throw one by you. Yeah. And and maybe this we could save this pick because this is a this is an actually this isn't a console exclusive. But how do you feel about Skyrim? I feel, I feel
1: hard about Skyrim because to me, when I think now about Skyrim, I think about like the modding scene of Skyrim, you know, the way that that game has kind of continued on as this PC phenomenon, uh, you know, as well as like the complete edition and all the ports and all that sort of thing. I don't know that I, that I would feel comfortable locking Skyrim down to 360.
0: I think that's fair. I just distinctly remember. And it was, it was towards the end of the, the three sixties, like life cycle, same with like PS three, it came out on both systems. Um, but I just remember that game coming out and that was, uh, such a big moment in like November, 2011. Yeah. Um, But I'm, I'm willing to, to push that one aside for sure. For, for some other, some other picks. Um, how do you what feel about, about the
1: Call of Duty games? Yeah. How how multi-platform were those?
0: I think those mostly stuck to to Xbox. I think they they may have come out on uh like PlayStation, but I'm pretty sure they're mostly Xbox exclusives or It kind of feels like
1: CoD, which one was that that era for?
0: Um I think like Modern Warfare or maybe Modern Warfare 2. I honestly don't know because I like FPS's like in general aren't my favorite genre with like very few exceptions. Yeah. Um, but the thing is, is like, they, I feel like they, they churn out those, those call of duty games. Um, but like everybody fucking plays call of duty. Like everybody.
1: Yeah. It's, it's got, it's like the, it's, it's kind of like their Wii moment. Cause there's people playing that shit who don't play anything else. Yeah.
0: Right. Exactly. Like, People will play uh, Call of Duty, and that's it. Like they'll buy a system so that they can play that game in that game alone. So, I think we could give it to Halo Three, Gears of War, Call of Duty. I, I think so. But which, which? If we were going to give it to a Call of Duty, is there a well, specific?
1: It looks like our options are Black Ops or Modern Warfare. I think Modern Warfare. I think Modern Warfare
0: because that's the one I hear about the most. I feel like even to this day, if Xbox comes up, I feel like that's the one that people talk about. So I I want to get
1: to a console that I feel like I'm
0: on good ground here with, but
1: I like those picks. I'm good with them.
0: Yep. I'm okay with those We So let's, let's lock it in. We're going to do call of duty, Modern warfare, halo three, and, uh, gears of war locked in. Okay. Your next, Oh God, your next
1: number, Brandon, number two.
0: Oh, okay. All right. Now we're gonna get into some shit because I don't know anything about this fucking console. This is the uh, Coleco Vision. It's made in 1982. If I may, I believe it is the Coleco Vision. Coleco and Vision.
1: Coleco was. Uh, it's a. It's sort of a portmanteau of Connecticut Leather Company. Uh, and they, the Coleco Vision was their attempt to get into the console market. Later, they would see huge success as the company that brought out the Cabbage Patch Kid. Interesting. Okay. Uh, I know looking- a little. I I fucked around with the Coleco Vision a little bit. So let me just say a couple of things I know about it. All right. All right. Hit me. At the time, it had the best home port of Donkey Kong for the arcade. So mm-hmm. that should be on our short list. I've also played a Smurfs game on there that I think was like
0: significant. Yep, I I'm right now I'm looking at a list of games that came out of this console. I just want to I just want to point out, and this is definitely not going to be a picked, but I just want to point out there's a game named Gorf. It's a game named Gorf. Oh, Gorf! That yeah, I, that sure. I think is really funny. Uh, I think Gorf like... was an arcade game too. This is probably mostly going to be arcade mm-hmm. ports, I think. Yep. So I'm seeing a lot of like like Frogger, Centipede, Burger Time, you know, Th- Donkey Kong, uh, things that you would most likely find in an arcade. It looks like like Qbert. Most of that stuff is gonna be on here, uh, based on the list that I'm seeing right now.
1: Something uh, I definitely know is that at the time, the selling point of the system was best home port of Donkey Kong. So let's just lock right. Donkey Kong,
0: Donkey Kong, onto is in our there. list. Donkey Kong's in there. Um, honestly, I'm just gonna look at some some fucko's top ten list. <laughs> okay, all right, because I think I could go with some some like classic arcade games on here, and I'd be okay with that.
1: I'm seeing I'm seeing a lot of play for Zaxxon, that kind of isometric. You're a you're a spaceship trying to dodge walls, kind of like that level in uh kind of like that level in battle toads where you're where you're driving the hover bikes mm-hmm. and trying not yeah. to crash into shit uh so that's that seems to be a common uh okay. occurrence on the list zaxon there okay. definitely seem to be some people who say that donkey kong jr is the better of the two ports but i think that the first one would be the more important of the two ports i know uh, people talk
0: about donkey kong i don't hear as much talk about donkey kong jr uh in general right in general now, let me let me hit you with this. Yeah. How do you feel about the Wizard of Id's Wiz Math? Do you think that would be a good one? That sounds pretty cool.
1: <laughs> <laughs> What's it look like? Is yeah. it math?
0: It's a math game and no. This is this is not a pick. I just I I had to shout it out because of that banana's title. Um I mean, you have to realize this thing was around
1: during the big video game crash, so they were probably just trying to throw shit at the wall to see what would stick like you could buy this system and educate your kid. Yep.
0: A Dude, lot of this games is a good one. It's looking like 80 between like 82 through 84 is yeah. when a lot of yeah, yeah. a lot of games came out for this. Um it's I'm seeing stuff about Frogger. I'm seeing I'm seeing a lot of Frogger.
1: I'm seeing a lot of Frogger and I'm seeing uh a lot of minor 2049er too. So, let's Let's see. If I type in, uh, I'm doing I'm doing uh, best version of minor twenty forty nine er. Uh huh. And they're saying they're saying Atari. So what do you think about about uh, Donkey Kong, Zaxxon,
0: and then you said Frogger? Uh, yeah, I think that's good. Because that way, we like, I feel like people know a Frogger, and we, I, I would certainly feel comfortable putting it there. Everybody puts it on their list, so let's yep. do it on ours. Okay, all right. So Frogger, Zaxxon, and uh, Donkey Kong. It's going to be the, all right. the picks. Generating a number for
1: you. Bran, the next number will be
0: 20. 20. Okay. Uh, Sony, PlayStation... Shit yeah! Ooh, a big a, boy.
1: Did you have a PlayStation
0: growing up, Dylan? Hell
1: yeah, I did. I had a PS One before I ever got a 64, and my 64 was like a shared console between me and my stepbrother Nick. But the Sony PlayStation was
0: all me, baby. Nice, nice. Uh, we we got one a little bit later. It was the the like smaller, like white version of it. Uh, I remember playing it a lot at my uncle's house. Um, all right,
1: games. I got a short list for you here. All right, okay. What that I got? think should all be discussed. Final Fantasy VII, Metal Gear Solid, mm-hmm. Tomb Raider, Crash Bandicoot, Resident Evil, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2. Ooh,
0: okay. This I one's think a little sh- rough. I think all of these should be in the running. Abs- no absolutely and i think this is let's let's stick to this list because honestly beyond that uh it, i feel like it would get a little obtuse and i feel like this is where we need to kind of pull from um my gut
1: feeling is that we could lock down ff7 and and metal gear solid right now yes because I remember FF7 was the first video game to have like commercials during broadcast television. It was the game that like made Sony a legitimate competitor to Nintendo. Uh, yeah. you know, in some ways, the house of Sony Computer Entertainment of America is built on the back of FF7. And obviously, it that that game has become its own, like. Mini franchise, uh <coughs> mini pop culture empire within yep. the Final Fantasy brand. um
0: mm-hmm. yep. uh, people love Cloud. I mean, he, he's in Smash Bros. for for Christ's sake. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I'm I'm perfectly okay with that. You feel good but, about uh, MGS? I, I do, I do. I feel a lot of people. Like, this series as a whole is super important to people. Like to the point, like where the games are still being. I mean, they up to a certain point, but they they've been made with like the, there's a been a metal gear solid game within the last decade decade and people love solid snake so i'm, I'm okay with that that pick okay if you
1: if, when i say to you tomb raider crash bandicoot resident evil tony hawks pro skater 2 what's the first one you want to cut tomb raider you want to kill tomb raider we yep. let's at least let's at least have a moment of silence for video games officially becoming horny because <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah. That was a that was a de- decisive moment in the yeah. future of video games.
0: Uh something about those uh square square boobs just really got people excited. You know, they were more like pyramids,
1: I yeah. feel <laughs> personally. And also rest in peace Nude Code. In my heart, you're you're out there somewhere, mm-hmm. Nude yep. Code. <laughs> Uh, uh, we're left with Crash Bandicoot, Resident Evil, and Tony Hawk's Pro, Pro Skater 2. Let's talk about Crash Bandicoot because it feels like the front runner here. Okay,
0: I feel like Crash still gets talked about a lot, like a lot. still. like it's to the point where like the remakes they even got ported listen to. Look at that, like, that Bandicoot music that Trevor's <laughs> bumping in the background, dude. Yeah, he knows. He knows what's up. I also he, he kept in the chat. Trevor was saying justice for for Croc. Oh yeah! Did you know that Croc developed out of that
1: studio pitching a, a, a 3D platformer starring Yoshi? Really? No, yeah. And then they said no, and they they took their assets and they moved on to making Croc. And then later, I guess Miyamoto told the director, like, "Yeah, that honestly, that tech demo you made was like really instrumental for getting us to make
4: uh, Mario 64." Can I can I butt in real quick with a quick anecdote about yeah. Croc? Of yeah. course. So Croc was the reason why I got a PlayStation. I was like a super hardcore N sixty four kid, and then I saw some ads for Croc, and I was like, "That game looks cool. I want to play Croc." And so I got like a PlayStation just to play Croc, and that game was like, board, like, kind of obtuse and like borderline unplayable. Okay. I think I made it like five minutes in, and that was it. <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. Never seen the rest of that game.
2: That's
0: right. Incredible. I I love that just because I've had so many moments where I know I've bought a game, and I'll play it for a little bit, and find out it's not for me, and then never play it again. The argument for Crash Bandicoot in this
1: slot, to me, Bran, is it's not on the game because to me it's kind of it's a little bit nebulous whether like Crash One, Two, or Three is the most important. The games themselves don't feel that important. But this of course was the era of the console mascot. Yeah. And you know, those commercials where a dude's in like a fucking Crash Bandicoot fursuit out in the parking lot of Nintendo yelling at the building and stuff. Like and just the idea that like Crash was the was such a big part of the branding of the system. He got his own like spin-off party game and cart game. It just feels like It kind of feels like we have to nod to him here, but that to me is the argument for Crash Bandicoot in this slot. I do think that the game itself feels much
0: less important
1: than the than the the idea.
0: Yeah, yeah. Crash the idea is definitely important. I, you know what, I, I'm having such a hard time with this because here's the thing. I really like Tony Hawk Pro Skater too. And that, to me, was also such another, like, touchstone. Like, I knew everybody, everybody I knew who had a PlayStation had Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2. Oh, for sure. And, like, it is so tied to, like, the soundtrack that was with it. Um, Just, I don't know. I felt like that was such a...
1: gene. at least if you want to roll with my team. (laughs) yeah. The the this is the first game that popped into my head when we were talking about should non-exclusives be in the running? Because mm-hmm. I thought, like, there was an N64 version of this, but everybody said
0: it sucked and nobody yeah. liked it, no, right? It, no, uh, the PlayStation version is definitely the better of the two.
1: So here's a moment. So then let's say, are we taking Resident
0: Evil out of the running here? I, I think so. I think Resident Evil is super-duper important. Like, but I don't necessarily know if I would give it for this console.
2: I don't au know if
1: are au, would... au revoir to the master of unlocking things.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we'll we'll come we'll potentially touch on Resident Evil again though, I imagine. Yeah.
1: Okay, um, so it looks like we're at a we're at a, a kind of a standstill here between Crash Manicoot and Tony Tony Hawk for our third pick. Um I Feel like it's much cooler for us to give it to Tony. <laughs> That's how I feel, but I also feel that, like, uh, you know, if I if I was hired to curate a PlayStation Museum,
0: I'd be sweating trying to pull that. I trigger. I'm gonna give it to Crash. That's gonna <sighs> be my my pick because uh, I feel like in the long run, it's a little more culturally important like people talk about crash bandicoot like all still right to this day. let's so lock I, it in
1: we're yeah. locking it in
0: so crash final fantasy 7 and metal gear solid metal gear solid all right so what do we got next
1: number 16
0: okay another um Another, We're still in the 90s. Yeah, we are back, we are, but this is early 90s, so this is the Philips CDI. Yeah, this is one of
1: our bullshit failures on the list. It's our first huge flop, dude. Yeah. Uh, I owned one, dude. Surprise, surprise, Dylan Flynn's grandmother bought a Philips CDI because there was an infomercial that told you it would do everything you would need. It would be a CD player. It would be... <laughs> It would it has CD-ROM capabilities, and yeah. all your all your grandkids are gonna love it because it's got Mario and it's got Zelda. Buy a Philips CDI today, and she fucking did. Okay. And let me tell you what I had
0: for it. Okay, right. I want to know what you had for this this. System. I
1: had the both of the two Legend of Zelda games: the Wand of Gamelon or the Sword of Gamelon, and the whatever.
2: E- uh, faces of
1: Evil. Yeah. yeah. I did not have the one that looked a little bit more like uh, like uh, Link to the Past. We didn't have that.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I didn't have Hotel Mario, but I had a jigsaw, a jigsaw puzzle game. I had pinball arcade, and I had this game that was like supposed to be used alongside a board game, <laughs> where <laughs> where these like military dudes are yelling at you, but we didn't have the board game. So you just—I so I would put it on, and they'd just be like, "Soldier, you are messing up. We, you, we're all going to die out of here."
0: And I'd just be like, I "Can't help you,
1: dude. Don't have the game.
0: Don't have it." Didn't this system also have a lot of like FMV games? Like, wasn't yeah, it yeah,
1: yeah, like some like some quick shoot cowboy shit? Yeah. Well, should uh, we go ahead and just say we're, we're picking one of these Zelda games and we're picking Hotel Mario no oh, matter absolutely,
0: what? Because, I mean, very nice of the princess to invite <laughs> us over for lunch, eh, Luigi? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, whatever Whatever one has that opening should be the most historically significant one because it uh, produced so many memes. Yeah. Um, I so, think that was Gamelon. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. Uh, Zelda, the wand of Gamelon locking it down. Hotel Mario and Hotel Mario locking it
0: down. All right. um,
1: If if people are listening and don't know, the Philips CD I had was supposed to be designing, like, after things fell through with Sony to make the the CD, the disc expansion to the Super Nintendo, Philips was supposed to do some shit, and it didn't work out, but as part of their licensing agreement, Philips got to independently develop some games using Nintendo properties, and they're mm -hmm. famously... Nightmares and terrible.
0: I think this caused Nintendo to not, you know, shell their IPs out to like third-party developers for a. It feels long like it was very time.
1: instructional, yeah.
0: very instructional of that whole yeah. Protect our our dudes. Protect our good boys. Okay, but what? Okay, I'm looking up right now, so I'm gonna look up top ten top Philips CDI games. I'm seeing Burn Cycle. Oh, I'm seeing Tetris. I
1: know CDI Tetris is very popular in the Vaporwave community for its soundtrack.
0: Do you want so to do you, do you, do just pick that?
1: Well, burn, burn Cycle appears to be an FMV game, which seems like it was one of the first things that popped to mind when you thought about the CDI. I,
0: all right, let's go with Burn Cycle because I totally associate, and that I'm looking at this uh, a list, and that's... On there. I think that's what we need to choose because maybe that was the like FME game to play.
1: Yeah. And, and I'm, down yep. right now. Yeah. <laughs> Zelda, the Wand of Gamelon, Hotel Mario, and Burn Cycle. Alright. Let's alright. <laughs> let's let's move on and see Hey, okay. sorry, CDI, that was your time in the sun. 31 <laughs> is our next number.
0: Ooh. We have the Sony PlayStation portable released Fuck in yeah. 2004 i never owned one of these but i knew i had a buddy of mine who had one um Dylan, I, what own is your... one. I own one
1: yeah yeah i associate this console with crippling depression it was <laughs> it was it was like the console that i owned when i was never leaving my apartment and like actively never answering my phone and shit uh Damn, and and I think that we need to pick one of the Grand Theft Auto stories games.
0: Okay, all right. So, but which one?
1: You got Vice City stories. You got Liberty City stories. Um, I, I'll
0: I'll say Vice City.
1: I would. Say, the reason I would say Liberty City is that it did it first and like was a showcase for what you could do on a PSP.
0: Okay. Well, um, I, I I will defer to you because like I'm not super familiar with this system so um although there is one pick that i well no yeah i'm not okay i'll i'll defer to you but so okay we'll we'll do that one um do you have like a short list or is there like i have a short list okay what else you got on my list uh is daxter uh, okay yeah i'm seeing that on on lists as i'm looking this up
1: crisis core final fantasy 7 uh Metal Gear Solid Peace Walker. Mm-hmm. Uh, Persona 3. I that one I'm seeing a lot. Daxter, the Jack and Daxter spin-off title. Yep. And the last game on my short list here is Monster Hunter Hunter 3 Freedom Unite. Okay. Uh, uh, I did not include that Kingdom Hearts game because I feel like the only reason it is relevant is if you like wanted to go into three trying to understand the story.
0: Mm -hmm. Um, okay. Maybe we should give one, one slot to persona.
1: It feels like persona three is like the internet is, is repping so hard for it. You know? Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's getting that remake that's coming to switch next year, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. So um, let's
1: go ahead and let's go ahead. We got two locked down at the moment, then, right? We're going to yeah. lock, we're going to lock down Liberty City Stories. Yes. And we're going to lock down Persona 3. Yep. Uh, from here, it's kind of a crapshoot, right? Kind of.
0: <laughs> Cause I'm <laughs> like, seeing
1: like, <laughs> Daxter's a Naughty Dog game, and obviously Naughty Dog is one of Sony's last great hopes. And then, like, God of War seems so kind of informative of this era. Uh, obviously, there's that, that FF7 spinoff was a big deal at the time, and I know that a lot of people looked to Metal Gear Solid Peace Walker as, like, one of the most incredible console-to-handheld experiences on the platform and at the same time Monster Hunter 3 Freedom Unite feels like it was a huge moment for growing the the stateside cult of Monster Hunter.
2: Mhm.
0: So let's uh let's give it to Monster Hunter because if that is the game that sort of like catapulted it into the like American eye.
1: Well, I think I'm, it was it was one of a few. I I'd uh, give it.
0: I'd give it. I'd give it to Monster Hunter. Cause I feel like now people love like monster hunter and are super hard for it. Sure. Sure.
1: Uh, so we're going to, we're going to pull the trigger with, uh, with monster hunter. Oh, you know what I'm seeing in the chat that my suspicions are confirmed that the 3ds
0: version of monster hunter was more, was more transformative Um, to the, okay. So, and I'm also seeing peace Walker come up a lot. Maybe we should give it, maybe we should give it to peace Walker instead.
1: Peace Walker feels like, uh, like it was certainly a, 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 you know, a technical showcase
0: for the yep. console. So, okay, all right. So instead of Monster Hunter, let's do Peace Walker.
1: All right, let's do Liberty City Stories, Persona 3, and Metal Gear Solid Peace Walker.
0: All right, our three picks. Those are locked PS4. in. What do we have? Okay,
1: next? Uh, don't get too scared. <laughs> <laughs> but the next number is
0: unlucky number thirteen. Ooh, okay. Actually, no. This one. Whoo, baby. Uh, we have the Nintendo Super NES console oh, to come out Jesus. in nineteen ninety. Jesus,
1: Jesus. This feels oh, like in the powerhouse. world of podcasts about video games. This feels like
0: the ultimate video game console. It's like oh. the
1: it's it's the retro obsession.
0: Absolutely. I mean, this is like pretty much like what I played almost all the time as as a kid like pre-N64. I don't think I played anything else besides maybe Sega Genesis. Yeah. It was primarily this console though. I
1: owned a Genesis so that was my, that's where I was during this part of the console world but obviously like once I got my first desktop PC in the late 1990s, I Experienced all of the greatest hits via emulation on ZSNES, the emulator of the of okay, choice from wow. the time. Wow,
0: yeah, that's
1: a classic. Um, uh, I have a version of my three here, but I don't want to just come out with them. I'd love to. Do you? Do you have a shoot from the hip? What you would just pick if you had to just lock it down right now?
0: Super Mario World is a is a must for me. Like that oh. is that is a that is like a for sure pick for me.
1: I can't imagine a version of this list that doesn't have Mario World. I can't imagine.
0: Yeah. Um, next. See, here's the thing. After Beyond That Game, it gets hard <laughs> for me. I think, there's,
1: I think there's one more you can't do this list without it version
0: <sighs> of a game.
1: Yeah. Uh, Link to the Past. I think you got to do Link to the Past. All I right. Think you so gotta do it.
0: Those two... And then, it, but here's the thing. Beyond those two games, it gets so fucking hard. I like feel you, like let, there's me one more out you, let me throw uh, what, out a few. Let me throw out what you say there, buddy. Trevor yeah. said he has. He
4: thinks there's one more. What do you got? I think the like definitive trio for this console would have to be the two you guys have said: Super Mario World, uh, Link to the Past, and I know uh, like this isn't one of my personal favorites, but I see people name, frequently name check this as like the best game of all time: Super Metroid. It's on my short list of of remaining titles.
1: Yeah, I got three uh, others on right. the short list. All right, what do you got? Final Fantasy VI. Okay, Chrono Trigger, Oof. and Donkey Kong Country. You
0: know what? I would say that. I would say, well, no, Donkey Kong Country is what started the whole like that series, so. Tough. <sighs> Fucking tough, dude. Here's the thing. I and I know I know we're not supposed to pick the games that we love, but I love Chrono Trigger so goddamn much. It feels like it has like a, a more feverish cult
1: than any of these other ones, but I'm not ready yep. yet to say that it is
0: more important than any of you, them. Okay. Here's what I'm here's what I'm picking. And I, I, I think I, I agree with Trevor and, and there are a lot of people in the in the chat are saying uh Super Metroid. And and my here's my reasoning why I'm gonna I'm gonna pick that one. I see it ran uh I, on like games done quick all the fucking time. And it's, definitely, it's definitely like the
1: number one speedrunning meme is is kill the animals, save the
0: animals. Yep, yep. Uh and not even just that I just like it really like changed the way of how we looked at like Metroidvania games. I mean, it it pretty much established that as a, uh, series. Um, if we were looking at sales, it would be Donkey Kong country here by a mile. Oh, absolutely. It was one of the top, you know, selling games for that, that system. Um, but the thing is, is with Donkey Kong country, I think people talk about two more than they talk about the first one. I think that's true too. And I think that, like,
1: the fact that one feels like more culturally significant, but also like the less important game Mm -hmm. hurts it here Mm -hmm. for inclusion in this list. Okay. So those are my three. How do you feel, Dylan? I feel like before I can lock down Super Metroid we need to talk about 16-bit SquareSoft RPGs a little bit. Okay. Um, um
0: do Final Fantasy are we six. are
1: we certain that Chrono Trigger would edge out 6 in this day and age as the more culturally significant of the two? Yes, in terms of because it feels like maybe I'm wrong, but it feels like turn of the millennium it was all about 6 people fucking yeah. that opera sequence they always talked about mm-hmm. and like Kethka and his little laugh uh and like some of those some of the music w- appeared in a lot of like WTMDs and shit but i i get the same feeling as you right it feels yep. like the the needle has moved
0: mm-hmm. Yep, i i definitely like hear people still talk about chrono trigger um i we need to take a quick, brief uh, intermission because I, re- <laughs> I, I really have to use the bathroom. So just give me like five minutes. That's uh, fine. Fuck
1: Go fuck use it. the bathroom. We'll
0: yeah, let's. Let, uh, let
1: me just take some some questions from the chat and talk to Trevor a little yeah. bit while you're there. Yeah, sounds good. Trevor, what are you thinking about? And when you think about uh, Super Metroid and Chrono Trigger.
4: I, I definitely agree with you guys that I think Chrono Trigger has kind of eclipsed uh, Final Fantasy VI or Final Fantasy III, if you want to go by its actual, I think, US well, sure. release sure. Super Nintendo title, right, as the more popular. But you got to wonder how much of that has to do with just there being, like, more Final Fantasy games in the conversation, you know? Yeah, to draw focus a little bit, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. but You only whereas, got
1: two Chrono games. You only exactly, got the two. Exactly. Exactly. Well, so. 3 if you count Radical Dreamers for the Satella view, I've never but we're not that one.
4: We're not doing Satellaview. It got cut from the 60 list <laughs> when we moved to 40. <laughs> I still don't think either of those two RPGs though are more culturally significant than Super Metroid is. Well, I think and we
1: should we this is something that we should bring up when Brand comes back, but one of the big arguments for Metroid Super Metroid is that it really wrote the rule book for an entire genre. Absolutely, of like open world me- Metroidvania uh, games. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, Metroid One like got the idea of it, sort of. You know, but but much of the things that you will still see in like indie versions of those games, like, are taken all their cues from from Super Metroid, and also like uh, the the it feels like the the. The Metroid fans deserve a win because they've been so
4: abused, you know, by the parent company. A little bit, yeah. I mean, how long have they been waiting for Metroid Prime Four by this point? I mean, it, some would say all their lives. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, like, yeah. not, o- not only was Super Metroid uh, like really influential, it's also just an incredibly well-crafted and like well-executed game. Of course, it's got atmosphere
1: like a motherfucker. Uh, it feels like you're sort of digging into the depths of hell, you know, uh, I'm just going to call out, these aren't really in serious contention, but I just want to call out some other games from this platform that have like pretty big
4: nerdy followings, Trevor. Okay.
1: Secret of mana would oh, be, in yeah, the, that is
4: a big one. Actually, kind of an action RPG, right? Yeah. Yeah. You're running around swinging a sword and shit. Super Mario Kart obviously has to be up there.
1: Mario Kart is a huge one. Uh, I would say Super Mario RPG
4: is a big one. That might be my favorite RPG for the console, if I'm being honest. I really loved <laughs> Super Mario RPG back in the day. They knocked it out of the company. park with that one. A lot of people feel that way. It's great. For sure. It's great.
1: And like Geno for Smash has become such a meme, you know? Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah. i take I take uh, Mallow in Smash by this point. There's definitely a Yoshi's Island cult. Oh that's yeah. a big thing. I don't know if I, I don't know if I would pick that for this list, but Yoshi's Island is a very good game. Uh, Ryan and Scott uh, is calling out stuff like Star Fox, Mega Man X, Star F-Zero. Fox, especially
1: like the 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 rudimentary polygon stuff at the time seems so impressive, you know.
4: Mm-hmm. And Mega Man F-Zero, X that is yeah. also that is also a real classic that kind of set the set the tone for like side scrolling shooters that would not like you know for the next like however many years.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, I I would also like. Love to use this moment to call out the other game that used that Super FX chip that uh, Star Fox used, and it's a racing game. It's called. Oh, I gotta look at it. Hang on, it's called Stunt Race FX.
4: Yeah, Ryan's that mentioning. Looks... Uh, Ryan's mentioning Mortal Kombat Three. I I don't really have a history with the Mortal Kombat series. How do you feel about those games?
1: I think that the I think that the sixteen bit era. Mortal Kombat titles there's a very obvious one that should be in discussion for the canon and it did not come out for this platform no it did not welcome back brand we talked (laughs) it over
0: we feel pretty good about Super Metroid okay um and I I am looking back at the chat Ryan did say he doesn't think that Mario World or Link to the Past should be on the list I totally disagree with that that's wild there's just no way yeah Um, Okay, so we we feel good about those picks then?
1: Yeah, well, let's do, let's do, uh, let's lock it down. Super Metroid as well as Super Mario World and A Link to the Past.
0: All right, all right. Let's keep, let's keep it rolling.
1: All right, keeping it
0: rolling. Next up, number five. I'm assuming we're back in the 80s. We are back in the 80s, but uh, here is another Nintendo system, the N.E.S. 1983. Fuck. <laughs> so I feel, I feel I feel very comfortable with
1: two picks and I then I feel look if we didn't have the rule about one per series we, this would be done in three seconds. Oh, in my ab-
0: ab- absolutely. Um, okay. Yeah. So here's what I'm going to say. It's either if we're going to pick a Mario game we have to for the system. Yeah. Mario 3 or, or the first one?
1: All right. Well, here's where the trouble begins. All I right. think because we're talking about important and we're not talking about favorite and we're not talking about best. I I think it's got to be Super Mario Brothers.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's the one that started it all. I mean,
1: essentially. it's In many ways, the reason that Nintendo is still a thing that everybody knows about and talks about is that game. Mm-hmm. If we were talking about best and favorite, I would throw it in a garbage bin and and
0: do three. Any absolutely, day. absolutely. Three, three is the better game, but we don't have Super Mario three thirty five on the Switch, do we? No,
1: no. So I would also say that Legend of Zelda is even more of a lock for this system than Link to the Past was for SNES. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like, it was such a leap forward for like a what a game could feel like and do that you were just like dumped into this open world that you were exploring you know
0: yeah and I mean, it legit was like no rules like here's a sword like just go for it like so those two picks
1: that we'll it's those very up. tricky
0: okay yeah um All right. Do you, what do you got?
1: All right. I got a few written down, and they all have question marks after them because okay. I don't feel particularly strong about any of them as mm-hmm. the third Mega Man 2, Duck Hunt. Okay. Metroid 1, mm-hmm. and Final Fantasy 1.
0: <sighs> I don't feel strongly about Duck Hunt. I don't feel strongly about Metroid. Um,
4: Final Fantasy 1 is a great game. I played is, that one all the way through in my teens. Really fantastic game. I was it surprised is, it, by how much fun I had with such an early game in the franchise. It, it is very good. I mean,
0: I, I, I would honestly, I would play the the Game Boy Advance remake of it a lot. Like, I've, I've played through that game so much. Uh I've done like very specific runs where um you have like one warrior and then three black mages and like just all sorts of crazy shit. So let me throw I, a couple
1: out others out uh, at you okay. that
0: we could think about.
1: Yep. Castlevania, I would say one. Yep. Uh I would still keep Mega Man two on this short list. I, I would too. I think that, like, also, I think we do feel that, like, it's, it doesn't count as multiple entries from the same series if we're talking about spinoff series, right? So, correct. I don't think we can take Dr. Mario off this list 100%. Uh, I don't think we can take Excite Bike off this list 100%. Uh, and I also think that, like, Punch Out is something that could be considered for this list. I don't think that there's any way that Kid Icarus would make it to the 3. No. I I think if it was 1992 or 1990, we would be talking very seriously about Contra right now, Mm -hmm. but it is not, and I don't think that we need to. No. There's no way Dragon Quest gets on here over FF1. There's no no way. Mm
0: -hmm. No. Uh, If we're talking about early Dragon Quest... Final Fantasy wins in that department. Yeah. yeah. Um,
1: uh, okay, I'm going to do
0: something I haven't done so far. All right, okay.
1: I'm going to bring up the the Wikipedia article of the best-selling NES games. All just right. Just
0: to see.
2: Kind of where we're just, at.
1: Just to see. Uh, number one is Super Mario Bros. Of course. Number two is Duck Hunt, but that, of course, is because of its back-in version. Yep. Number three is Super Mario Brothers three, then Super Mario Brothers two, then Legend of Zelda. Okay, now all right. the the next one after that is Tetris, and I do think that there, that Tetris should be on the canon list for a different system than that. Yes, I agree with that. Then comes Doctor Mario, uh, then Zelda two, then Excitebike, then Golf, then uh, TMNT. Uh, Dragon Quest Three, Kung Fu Baseball Four. I'm not getting any good answers.
0: All right, hey, all right, all right, all right. I I want to give it. <sighs> Fuck. I kind of want to give it to Final Fantasy. <sighs> and here's and here's my reasoning why I think I want to give it to Final Fantasy. I think. Square, they weren't doing so hot and they took it. They took a risk on Final Fantasy. I think it was like, that's why it's called Final Fantasy.
1: Yeah. It was, they thought be it was their their one last try.
0: Yeah. And it was successful and it propelled. It kind of started. It wasn't
1: really though. It wasn't really that successful. They scraped by. Uh, Final Fantasy 3 was the game that sold decently on this console, but it wasn't until... The 16-bit era that Square became like a uh, a real name. So yeah. I don't I don't know that it that like obviously it deserves credit for starting the series, for establishing things about the series series and about JRPGs that like stand in those things to stand in that series and in that genre to this day. Mm-hmm. The music is super iconic. The yeah, but uh, okay. honestly, the reason I'm leaning. to to lock it in is because I feel like it's best competitor from there would be like punch out or Mega Man two. And like, I just don't think they carry the same soft power that final fantasy does.
0: Yeah. I, okay. I think we should do that then let's, you want to call it?
1: We're going to call it. We're going to call it.
0: All right. So final fantasy, super Mario brothers, and Legend of Zelda that one was tough that one I still feel a little yeah
1: uneasy and queasy about it
0: yeah but let's 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 move on before we overthink it too hard so uh what do we got next and that is the end of part one of the three-part series uh new Nintendo Podcast XL presents the console canon with your host Brandon Thank you again to special guest host Dylan Flynn for being on the show. You can find him on Twitter at Dylan Flynn. You can listen to his show, play it by year, every Sunday night, 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time or 9 p.m. Central Standard Time or 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time at Mixler.com slash DuffDixon. You can also follow them on on Twitter as well. Uh, Thank you again to Trevor Ickrath for being on the ones and twos and helping to produce the show. Uh, You can follow them on Twitter at TRVRKRTH. You can find their show, Trevor Ickrath versus The Absurd Universe, on uh, Mixler at Mixler.com slash TRVRKRTH. They typically stream every Saturday night, 7 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Central, 10 p.m. Eastern. Uh, Thank you so much for tuning in to the Nintendo Podcast XL and we'll see you in part two. Hello and welcome to New Nintendo Podcast XL Presents The Console Canon With your host, Brandon Part 2 If you haven't listened to Part 1 What are you doing to listen to Part 2? Get back Listen to Part 1 Uh, for those who don't remember This is, uh, me and special guest host Dylan Flynn Going over the three most important games for over 40 consoles Uh... We're just gonna jump right back into it, so thank you all so much for listening, and let's go! All right, so Final Fantasy, Super Mario Brothers, and Legend of Zelda. That one was tough. That one, I lie. still feel a
1: little like, yeah uneasy and queasy about it.
0: Yeah, but let's let's move on before we overthink it too hard. So, uh, what do we got next?
1: We're, we're stuck in the '80s still, buddy.
0: Three. Oh. <laughs> We have the uh, Commodore 64.
1: Um, so this one was this was one that was a bit of a discussion about whether or not this even belongs on the list. Obviously, the Commodore 64 is not strictly a games machine. Yep. Uh, but there was this whole thing going on, especially in the UK, where after the, the console crash, after the, the video game crash of 1984 the British games industry just seamlessly moved into early personal computer adoption. Yeah. And so it's like, there's this other parallel canon of eighties into early nineties video games that happened on these systems, uh, then, you know, rather than on the NES or the, you know, master system or whatever. Mm hmm. Uh okay I, I I wrote down one in my notes without I we didn't google anything ahead of
0: time No. There was no research done no
1: I think Hurricane Turrican feels like a game that I hear mentioned when the I, 64 comes up
0: I'm looking at a, a a top 10 list right now and that is on there um it
1: was the one that came to mind when I thought of the, the Commodore 64 so that uh, might be might be enough to put it on this list
0: Okay. I think if you thought about it before even like looking anything up, I think we have to give it to that. Okay. The one the one that came to mind that I had forgotten about um was Bubble Bobble. Bubble Bobble definitely, yeah, I wonder like
1: it does feel like a big uh you know, of this era. I mean, there's also like well well liked versions on other systems. Oh, absolutely. Part. Uh what about wasn't there wasn't there like a like a not a point and click I guess but like a visual adventure game for this platform that people that
0: certain nerds still talk about? It's yeah, got like a I,
1: big long name.
0: Uh let's see, I just saw it. Yeah. It's uh Zac <laughs> Zach McCracken and the Alien Mindbenders. Jesus Christ. Uh, I'm looking at it and ooh, it's it's wild. But I mean it seems to come up on several lists. Oh what about uh, what
1: about what about Maniac Mansion? Uh Maniac s- Mansion feels like it was a huge one. Was that where either Sierra or Lucas games kind of like got their in and whichever one made it. It was like a
0: big Oh yeah, I'm 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 seeing it now. I didn't see it on the first list that I that I saw but like other people are saying like no, this is this is the one.
1: Okay, Maniac Mansion should be considered and turrican should be considered i'm on another top 10 list here and i'm looking at what we got here i'm just looking what it says for number one uh it says impossible impossible mission number one maniac mansion number two uh shadow of the beast number three boy operation wolf number four i'm not in places that i feel comfortable yet there's bubble Bobble again yep uh, I like that we found Bubble Bubble on two different lists, because that makes me feel more comfortable about locking it in here.
0: Yep. Yeah. Um, somebody in the chat said uh, Zork, but I guess that's uh, not on the Commodore 64. Um, okay, let's let's do... Let's talk about Maniac Mansion versus Zack McCracken
1: and the Alien Mindbenders. <laughs> uh, they're both Lucasfilm games. Maniac Mansion was 87. Zach McCracken was 88. Okay. It looks like... I'm looking at a few... This is a list where people voted, which which is indicative of how people feel about these games. Okay. It looks like Alien Mindbenders is ranked higher, but I gotta say, I think Maniac Mansion has way more brand
0: recognition. Yeah. I would. I think I would feel more comfortable putting Maniac Mansion over... Let's do, let's do Maniac Mansion...
1: Turrican. I I don't I'm not seeing a lot of Turkin on here, but it was the first thing I
0: thought of. So yeah, let's 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 go with Turrican. Uh, and then Mansion. it
1: looks like I'm on this I'm on this thing here. Uh, they got Bubble Bobble in the top ten too. Mm-hmm. They've also got an ultimate game, which feels very like a thing of this era. Ultima Four: Quest of the Avatar is on here.
0: Oh man
1: like that's definitely one of the big series of this time and like a pretty early CR CRPG is that what they call it mm-hmm. uh so I, let's say let's say let's try to keep it let's pick between those two let's pick between let's pick between uh Ultima 4 and Bubble Bobble
0: i'm gonna i'm gonna go with Ultima 4 i feel like as much as I enjoy Bubble Bobble, um, it seems like Ultima Four, and maybe that series as a whole has more staying power on this system. And it seems like that's what I, I'm I'm looking and it looks like that's what comes up a, a little bit more. If somebody asked me what system was
1: Ultima Four for, I feel like I would probably say Commodore sixty four before yeah. I would say, you know, whatever, Mac two or whatever like that, right? Yeah,
0: some like early era system for sure so let's let's lock it in let's lock it in
1: maniac mansion turrican ultima four commodore 64
0: you done all right what do we got next 38
1: are we in the Uh, 2010s yet or are we oh we are
0: we are in the 2010s we are in the last decade um sony playstation 4
1: okay i own one yeah me too Uh, I almost never touch it anymore. Yeah,
0: I don't really like play games on it to be honest. But I mean, this is a a powerhouse of a system. Uh, Oh sure. I mean. Oh
1: sure. I I don't. Here's the thing: is that like cultural significance? I feel like I don't have a good barometer for it. People talked about that FF Seven Remaster so goddamn much before it came out. mm -hmm. Like you remember how much of a thing that was? Like. Square's not saying anything about it. When's it coming? When's it coming? It was like, it felt like it was the most anticipated game of
0: this cycle. Absolutely. Um, That and Final Fantasy fifteen was one that was talked about a lot. Yeah, fifteen was talked about a lot. Um, Fifteen was a
1: huge moment.
0: Fifteen was a huge moment um, because it was in like development for years, like to the point like where people people honestly thought that that game was just never going to come out. Yeah. Yeah. And when it finally And it did, felt
1: like a big triumph when it did. Yeah. Like, people really, really dug it. Um, What about Spider-Man? People love oh, that. That one I hear being talked about a lot. It's the reason I bought the system. Not that that means anything.
2: Mm-hmm. I mean, but I bought
1: it because I thought it looked dope and I wanted to swing around as Spider-Man. So,
2: yeah, I,
0: I, I hear a lot of talk about that one. I also hear a lot of talk about a game made by a little company named Do- uh, Naughty Dog. Let's call The Last of Us Part 2. <laughs> I mean, if you want to talk about cultural impact. I don't think uh, a game has made people w- more angry
2: <laughs> for just no so
1: reason. Loud. It, so loud they got about yeah. this
0: game. I, You know what? I'm going to say I, I, I want to put that on the list. As one, as a pick, you want to lock it down. As do as, it... as 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 La- Last of Us Part Part Two, I think I think I would want to lock that one down.
1: How do we feel about locking that down? I feel I feel okay
0: about locking that down. I well, think. okay. Well, here's the thing. I mean, I guess let's let's zoom out a little bit. So it it, it came out this year. It's still very much like in the like cultural eye like it's still being really focused on right now so maybe it, it's it's a little easier for me to pick that because it's like people are talking about it um but if we think about it will be will people be talking about it in like 5 years maybe maybe but maybe they'll be t- more or less talking about why people hated it so much in 5 years
1: what about rather. ff7 remake over ff15 because 15 ends up on other shit right there's, yep. there's a 360 version. Uh,
0: I I mean, an Xbox one version. Yeah. yeah, There's uh, a, there's a expone version of it.
1: Uh, I would put, I would, we haven't mentioned dust stranding yet either.
0: (sighs) Is that game good?
1: Well, Well, it was again, something that the internet wouldn't stop talking about.
0: That is very true. Death and was, I also rules. think that God of War reboot was a big moment. It, it was. It won
4: a lot of Game of
0: the Year awards, and like people really talked about that one too. Um, Trevor just says the Death Stranding rules. It's
4: great. I don't know if I would put it on like the top three essential definitive games of the PS4, but it's a very good game. What about Bloodborne? Bloodborne. That's got to be on the list. I'm, I'm surprised it's not already.
0: Yeah, I. Didn't even think about that. Um it had cause well, what had just popped in my head was Dark Souls three. But you but would do Bloodborne over Dark I Souls would, three oh, any absolutely. minute. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, okay, okay.
4: And it was a console exclusive. It was a big selling point for the PS4. I still, got I my still vote. need to buy it.
1: Yep. I In I those early it. days of the PS four, it seems like Bloodborne was, was definitely one of the reasons people would say to do the four over the one. Mm-hmm. Uh, aside from the Xbox One launch being like a fucking
0: disaster, that, <laughs> no. where they
1: did everything wrong,
0: I mean they eventually got got it right, I guess. But um, there's no yeah. version
1: of this list where we would do no. like Ghost of
0: Tsushima over over Bloodborne, right? No. Same with like um, Sekiro. Like, yeah, great, great game, but like, no, if we were, oh, that's what I was game.
1: thinking when I said Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah, there were like two Ninja games in a row. Weird. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, they came out around the same time too. Um, uh, Bloodborne is one. It feels like we gotta either do Death Stranding
1: or The Last of Us Part Two because okay. they feel like they're occupying the same kind of cultural space of like, yeah, people fighting about a game on the internet.
0: Okay, so Bloodborne, Final Fantasy VII remake. I feel I feel s- strong. About those two, I, I think. Okay, yeah. Well, let's lock those two in. I think I'm going to give it to The Last of Us Part Two. I Do don't we know. like that over Spider Man? Oh, oh, baby. Oh, man.
1: I don't know. Because <laughs> that's the thing. Spider Man is such a good game. <laughs> it's, it's, a, nobody was fighting about Spider Man.
0: Everybody was just enjoying Yeah. swinging around. Yeah, yeah. actually, like, um, I, I, you know what? I think I'd still give it. All right. So, Last of Us 2 or Death Stranding. Okay. So, I will say, Ryan in the chat, he's making a very strong case for Death Stranding being like a huge cultural impact because it's the game that, uh, you know, it's the first Kojima game that he made after being sort of like disgraced from Konami. I understand. And yeah, it's that was a good narrative. Yeah. Yeah, it, that, that, that was a really big moment, I think, in, in gaming history in general. But I don't know, man, like how I, I can honestly kind of go either way. How are you feeling? Um, Let
1: me try something real quick. OK, I want to do a quick Google fight. All right. I want to type in Death Stranding with all with quotes around it. All right. See how many re- how many responses I get. Sixteen million six hundred
0: results. All right, so I'm going to do the Last of Us Part Two, and I'll put that in quotes. Um, Seventeen million two hundred thousand results,
1: and that's even like factoring in the fact that some people are going to be calling it the Last of Us Two yep. with a number. Some mm-hmm. people are. That's to me. That speaks volumes about the the how much of the conversation was happening around that game.
0: Yep. Uh, Let's
1: look at sales. I want to look at sales real quick. Okay, alright. Let's hang see. on. Death Stranding sales. Um, hang on a second here. Give me a fucking number, you jerks. Here we go. Sales. Um... Why won't you just give me the stupid number? I I see the J, the Japan number. Okay, well, I'm seeing some numbers, so let's look at Last of Us 2 sales. I'm seeing some numbers of, like, 300,000 to 400,000 in Japan. I'm not seeing so many uh, in uh 4 million copies worldwide. So that's what they're saying for Last of Us 2 versus, okay. let me see, Death Stranding worldwide sales. Um, 3 million. Okay. So there's a couple of instances there where when we're looking at sales and we're looking at how much conversation... Uh, is uh, is
3: <sighs> ah ah?
0: I don't see. I don't. Uh. All right, we have to move on. So we have. Right, to pick we got it. We got to fucking we, figure this out. We got. We have to pick something. Shoot for um, the gun. Death stranding. Death stranding. It is. All right, so we have Death Stranding, Final Fantasy VII remake, and uh, Bloodborne.
1: And Has the deep. thing about the FS7 remake, it really feels like it was a bigger deal before it came out than after it came out.
0: Right? Yes. Oh, it totally would. The lead up to that game, like people were like frothing at the mouth. That's
1: that's why it's on this list. Yep. because that was the cultural impact that it had was the big crazy lead up. Okay. Locking it down. Sorry okay. if we're making some enemies in the chat, but we got to keep moving.
0: <laughs> yeah, we got to do it. We gotta just keep going. 22, uh,
1: 22 20. is our next number.
0: Oh, this is this one's going to be fun. This one's going to be fun. This is the Nintendo Virtual Boy released yeah. in 1995. <laughs> our second huge flop. Yep. Cool. Real big flop of a system. So I already have Party one pack. Yep. that that That's a must. Uh, Wario Land. Oh For yeah. It. What is that one called? I think it's just called Wario Land. I feel like it had a more obtuse name, but maybe what? I'm wrong. All right. Let me let me look it up cuz I want to I, I want to make sure that we get let's see Wario Land. It, it uh, is.
1: It's Virtual Boy Wario Land is the full title. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, that's so good. All right. Sick. Uh yeah,
1: Mario Tennis obviously because it's the beginning of the tennis series. Yep. If if um, if the if the, if the if If this failure of a console that gave people headaches and couldn't sell beans to Jack and of the of Beanstalk fame, uh its most important contribution to the culture was creating Wario tennis or creating Mario tennis, which of course eventually brings us Waluigi. So Yep. Um what's more important than
0: that? Nothing in
1: my and Virtual Boy Wario Land just because like It's one of the games you can even think of when this console comes up.
0: Oh, it's the absolute, it's the first game I think of when I, um, think of virtual boy. Have you ever played one?
1: Uh, I've emulated and I, no, wait,
0: I looked inside of one
1: at a display, uh, promotional kiosk at a toys R
0: us. Nice.
1: And probably contracted pink. eye. I would imagine.
0: (laughs) I, I knew somebody that actually had one. Um, and they were they were kind of a piece of shit kid, um, but they had a virtual <laughs> boy, and so I went to their house and t- I I had their house like once or twice, and like got to try it out, and I was like, man, this is so weird, um, and I think like for whatever reason, they are missing like the side viewers or whatever that are supposed to like cover up your face a little bit more. Right. So it just looked bad the whole time. And I was like, this is not good.
1: And it looks bad.
0: Like it's yeah. the idea of doing the the Game Boy
1: thing. And I think the guy who, de- who who developed the Game Boy also developed the Virtual Boy of like picking one color and kind of grayscaling
0: that color. D- doing that in red, it was psychotic. Yeah, no, I don't understand why they felt like that was the choice. Psychotic. To... <laughs> what um, were you thinking? I don't know.
1: Um, the only other game that pops into mind was that there was this boxing <laughs> game about robots. <laughs> that's the only other one that, like, without a Google, pops into my head.
0: I only, yeah, I don't like. For me, I know Mario Tennis and A Wario Land. That's it. Beyond that, I'm what I'm seeing on lists uh, is a game called Jack Bros, uh, Panic Bomber, um, <laughs> uh, Vertical Force, V Tetris. Uh, although oh I would, yeah, I, there
1: was a Tetris game that had like some
0: 3D effects, right? Yeah, uh, Mario Clash, but we're already giving it to Mario Tennis, so I don't Well, know. I mean,
1: I, I don't know if Clash and Tennis would be considered the same series, but I, I I feel like I'm hearing the words Mario Clash for the first time in my life right now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, uh, I don't... Okay, Tell a row boxer is the, is the one I was thinking of. I'm okay. seeing it here. Yep. I just remember seeing, like, Maybe images of it in a magazine, or maybe a commercial that showed a second of it, and thinking like, "Whoa, it's like the robots are punching you," or something. But that doesn't necessarily speak to its import. I feel like I've heard the words Jack Brothers
0: before. Yeah, Uh, I mean, I'm seeing that one come up on lists a lot. Same with yeah, there's
1: Jack Brothers on the on the top of the games radar, uh, Virtual Boy list. Why don't we? You know what,
0: Jack Brothers? Why not? (laughs)
1: <laughs> why not <laughs> okay, okay so, so the, the final
0: three if you will yeah ran. uh so we're gonna do uh mario tennis uh virtual is it, was it virtual boy wario land correct <laughs> so mario tennis virtual boy wario land and uh jack brothers
1: sick uh shall i generate <laughs> the next random number y- yes the
0: number will be six Okay, we are back in the 80s. We are back in the 80s with the Atari 70... No, 7,800. I don't think that's how Yeah, the
1: 7,800. We're 7, back to another huge flop. All
0: right. Uh, I don't know anything about this system.
1: <laughs> uh, I know that it had one of the most ridiculous-looking controllers ever. It was like a little ball joystick oh, with uh, a fucking yeah. 10 key underneath it. Like... Uh, like uh, <laughs> Like a fucking telephone dial pad
0: underneath it. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at it right now, and it looks bananas. Like how? Like how do they look at that and think, "Huh, this is a good controller"? Well, it, the thing about it was,
1: at the time, I think it was technically a little bit more powerful than the NES, and that's what they were trying to sell it on. Yeah. Uh, but Atari's moment, its corporate culture was so bad; it had no idea how to exist in like a post-games market, post-Super Mario Brothers world, uh, and uh, and so thus it, it it fell to the wayside. I'm here on AtariAge.com, mm-hmm. uh, where where users have voted on the five best uh, uh, games for the. Atari 7800, stupidly, they made it a YouTube video, but I'm going to see if somebody in the comments fucking bailed me out. They sure did. Um, oh, no, people are just posting their own lists. Fuck you, Atariage.com. Listen while I scrub through a YouTube video. <laughs> all
0: right. Yeah, other, otherwise, I have a I have a list here. Do you? Yeah. Here we go. Um, the number right, what-
1: one, according to Atariage, is Food Fight.
0: Um, let me see if that even Yep, that is on this list. I want to lock it down then. The All number right, so...
1: 2 according to atarih.com is made by Lucas Films and it is It just show me the fucking title screen. Tell me what it's called. Ball Blazer.
0: Uh, let me just double check. <laughs> I don't know if I saw that one on this list. No.
1: Okay. Uh, number three appears to be Ms. Pac-Man.
0: Um, also not. There is a Pac-Man on this list. It's called Pac-Man Collection, but no, it is not on this list. But
1: not on that list. Let's just keep going until we hit one. How about Commando? Yes. All right. Let's go ahead and lock down Commando and
0: uh, what was the first one again? Uh, Food Fight.
1: Food Fight. And then... F- the number five was it appears to be centipede. Yep, that's on on this,
0: Yep, that's on this list here too.
1: You wanna lock it down? Yeah, fuck it. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> we're right, we're so, really doing a good <laughs> job having been hired to curate this video game history museum. <laughs>
0: centipede,
1: uh, food fight, and uh and uh commando. Yep. All right. Thanks, seventy eight hundred. Uh, next up,
0: Rand. All right. What do we got? 21. Okay. Uh, another failure, uh, in my opinion, the Sega Saturn.
1: Oh, sick! I love the, f- I'm still attracted to these flops, you know? Yeah. Yeah. There's it was what comes to mind. Two titles come to mind for me. When
0: I think about the Saturn, uh, for me, Sonic CD. No, that's for the Sega CD. Oh, the, that wasn't for the Sega CD. Oh, so the fuck sorry Uh, shit then honestly I mean I had a Genesis so that's what I like like, that's what I played but my cousin Brandon had a Saturn that's the only one I've ever
1: laid hands on Uh, I didn't play either of the two games that are on my list here okay but I did play the first of them again at a demo kiosk at a Toys R Us Alright, what do you got? I got Knights in the Dreams. Okay. Uh, where you're like a
0: little Harlequin looking thing oh, that yep, plays around. Yep, yep, I know. Yeah, I know of uh of knights.
1: And I got Panzer Dragoon saga, the oh. the the triumph of the multi disc, you know, JRPG classic action. Maybe it's not a member of it's, it's got RPG elements, let's say. Mm-hmm. Those are the two that that I that come to mind for me when I think about the Saturn.
0: Okay, I'm also seeing Sonic 3D Blast, or and Sonic Jam as a game. A lot of Sonic, you know what? Sonic Jam I feel like was
1: the the Mario All Stars collection for Sonic, but it had like this tech demo feature where you could walk around in this one very small 3D area as Sonic, which is the one with supersonic racing. Is that Sonic R? That's Sonic Supersonic Racing is Sonic R, yeah.
2: I, Sonic I
0: wanna give it to I wanna give it to that one.
1: I, I love
2: wanna, it. I love uh, that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> only only because of that song.
1: Everybody. Everybody. <laughs> it's a fucking good song. I yeah. mean there's there's no arguments there.
0: I, I I honestly would be okay giving it to Knights and Panzer Dragon as well. You um, want to
1: just lock that in? Nights in the Dream, Panzer Dragon Saga, yep. and Sonic
0: R. Yep. I yep. feel like
1: at the time people were like, "Virtual Fighter looks good," but yeah. I mean, it sure doesn't.
0: <laughs> Guess what? No, it looks it looks horrible.
1: Yeah, uh, and Sonic R is not like good, but it's but it's fun and ridiculous. Mm-hmm. All right, yeah. let's let's do it. We're locking it in. The
0: yeah. failure right, so, Sega Saturn. What do we got? So we got Sonic R. We got Panzer Dragon uh, Saga. And uh, what's the Nights in the Dreams. Nights in the Dreams. Okay, so we, those three, that's it. The Saturn is done.
1: All right, we're just a few up because our next uh generated number is 25.
0: Oh, well, we're, hey, we're still in Sega territory, baby. This is the Sega Dreamcast coming oh, out. Oh my
1: 1998. god,
0: 1998.
1: There's, like, so many... There's <sighs> so many options to go here, in my yeah, opinion. Absolutely. Like, the Dreamcast was a failure in a capitalist sense,
0: but it feels like it won the hearts of, and minds of so many. It is. It's a good system. It's a great... Like, uh, I never owned one, but I knew so many people who had one. Um, It has some, like, real, just, like, straight-up, like, classics on it. And it also has Sonic uh, Adventures 1 and 2 uh,
1: Name, if you if you could right now like pull a lever and a game is locked onto this list which one would you pick?
0: Fucking god, uh, Sonic Adventure two. <laughs> so
1: little, I, I also put two over Adventure <laughs> on my little short list here.
0: Yeah, I would put just because two it really is the better game and I do really do think that like culturally people refer back to that one more than they refer back to the first one. Um. Like just in general, so I would feel way more comfortable putting two over one. Let's
1: you know, let's not lock, but let's lean. Okay, yeah. Let's all right. Let's let's
0: think about that.
1: Here's Um, what I want to lock. All right, I want to lock Shenmue onto this list.
0: Yep. Um, You want to
1: talk about cultural impact? The fact that like there are still Kickstarters being like meeting their milestones to make more Shenmue games. Feels like it's not only does it feel like one of the three most important Dreamcast games, it feels like the game that best rese- represents the cult around the Dreamcast. You know? Yes. Absolutely. Here's this thing that we all love and we all care about that nobody else seemed to.
0: I mean they didn't they do a Kickstarter for Shinmu three? Yeah. And, it, and and they passed with flying colors. Hell yeah. Alright, so Shinmu is is a must. We're um, doing at
1: least a Sonic Adventure game. We're both leaning to right now. I, yeah, I'm. I'm yeah. Um, I got a few on a short list here okay, that I feel yeah. like there's could be arguments for any of them. Okay. All right. Let's hear it. Crazy Taxi. Okay.
2: Jet Set Radio. And Skies of
1: Arcadia. They're the ones that I wrote down.
2: I didn't I, Google,
1: so I might be forgetting some.
0: I was gonna my the one that I immediately came to my mind right away was Jet Set Radio. <laughs> I mean, mean cool. that soundtrack. Have you heard that soundtrack? It's insane. It's so good. Um, and just the the style of that game, like the cell shading, and just all the characters, and just like. It feels like people started talking about cell shading in general mm-hmm, because of that When game.
1: When Jet Set Radio happened. When's
0: the Switch port going to happen?
1: I didn't have this on my short list. Can I throw out one more title that yep. should be for your consideration? Let's at least consider okay. the idea of Seaman. <laughs> <laughs> the little fish that could. The little fish man that could. I forget. <laughs> I forgot that that game existed, but I mean, voice by. Can you tell me who did his voice? I cannot. Leonard Nimoy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> 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 oh, I I kind of want to just listen. No, I don't know, man.
1: I'm. I Fuck. feel like the weirdness of Seaman Man is being covered by the weirdness of Shenmue.
0: Yeah, I think I think Shenmue kind of takes that that cake. I don't know if we can consider Seaman.
1: I know if you told him through the little microphone if you called him Seaman, he would say it's pronounced Seaman. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> That's too good. They should make there should be a Kickstarter to make new Seaman games. Um there's also a couple of really good rhythm games on this platform exclusive. there's sama di Amigo mm-hmm. and there's Space Channel 5, both very cool. Ulala, I know and also ran as a potential satellite uh, Sega mascot of that era, the pink-haired dancing reporter lady from Space channel 5.
2: yep.
0: yep uh, she was in a lot of the a lot of the what about also
1: let's can we mention Resident Evil Code Veronica as a thing that happened?
0: Yeah, we can. I mean, it's not a bad game like it's good
1: but you're leaning jet set radio right now
0: correct uh, i mean yeah kind of but i'm not like i'm not like totally sold on it um i'm also kind of leaning crazy
1: taxi like it to me it's like jet set radio and crazy taxi feel like similar arcadey uh, Dreamcast experiences, but you know, you bringing up that cell shade thing. I know the cell shade Cold War, the discussion around cell shading would get much more fevered once Wind Waker happened for the GameCube. Yeah, uh, but it definitely seems like we all learned what cell shading was because of Jet Set Radio. Yeah, that Set that Set feels Radio. like a pretty good argument.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: I mean, well, here's Here's the argu- Here's here's the art Here's a, an argument for Crazy Taxi via the chat. Um, uh, without Crazy Taxi, and this is from Trevor, uh, we wouldn't have a Simpsons Hit and Run.
4: Definitely <laughs> a top three <laughs> PS2 game for me.
0: <laughs> I played the GameCube version. It's a good game. Really? It, good, it, yeah. It's a, yeah, it's a fucking good game. Better it's than anything pretty, the Simpsons
4: was active. doing post like season nine or whatever. At least. Oh yeah, for sure. I think it's a pretty active uh, uh, speedrunning community
0: too.
1: Hit and run does.
0: Oh, I love I love that. That's so good.
1: I'm really uh, liking your cell shading argument, dude.
0: All right, yeah. Let's let's lock. Okay, let's lock it in. Let's lock
1: Well, in. Can, are we officially feeling like we can lock in Sonic Adventure Two over Sonic Adventure? Oh, ab absolutely.
0: Because, I mean, you know,
1: there are arguments to make for Adventure 1 being more important, I guess. Like, in terms of the fact that, like, the clip of him running away from the the big whale was, like, uh, the the main image they used to try to sell this console.
0: Mm, That's very Um, true.
1: It introduced the chow. It introduced
0: Big the cat. (laughs) But, consider this. Uh, jumping out of a helicopter on a snowboard and then it down, a, down a, a hill to a the city, song. In, like in San a city. Francisco. Yeah, you're escaping from the city. Just, I just want you to consider that.
4: Iconic. The music, iconic. You also got to remember, if you don't have Sonic Adventure 2, you never get that image of Shadow the Hedgehog holding a gun.
1: Shadow. Fucking good <laughs> point. Yeah. Shadow is so much more iconic than the Chows.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Two, it, yep, two it, it has it for me. Um, all right. So two. Uh, Sonic Adventure 2. Jet Set Radio. And Shenmue. 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 That is we are locking it in for the Sega Dreamcast. Okay. Next number. 36. Okay. We are back in the um, the 2010s. Another system I'm not super familiar with, uh, the Sony PS Vita.
1: <laughs> I own one. It's in my house right now. It,
0: it has games?
1: <laughs> I mean, look, I own one. I don't have any titles written down. I don't know how you would even begin to approach the concept of an important PS Vita game.
0: Now, okay, so... Like, you can use it in conjunction with, like, your PS4, correct? Like, there's some connectivity
2: kind of, there?
1: Kind of. There's some cross play stuff, for sure. Like, I know you could do Spelunky, I think. Mm-hmm. I think I've played a little Spelunky on that thing, and I've played some, like, uh, I've played some, some sh- not Shovel Knight, what's the other one where you're, Rogue Legacy. I've played some Rogue Legacy on there. Mm-hmm. Persona 4, uh, I'm I'm Googling right now. Yeah, I didn't I'm pull looking, this from my yeah, head. I'm looking, Persona I'm 4,
2: looking.
1: it's got an Uncharted game uh, called Golden Abyss.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Tearaway feels like it was that one game where that actually used the back of the system touch pad. You would like move things or make little hills by rubbing the back of the system.
0: Yep. Uh I'm gonna
1: look at this games radar list.
0: <laughs> I'm looking at I'm looking at a list right now. So at at the top, and this I've seen based on my my quick Googling search, uh Persona four golden seems to be the just the top in general.
2: All right, I lock feel, it in.
0: I feel like we yeah, that should be a pick. Um, and then I'm seeing a lot of, like, indies, indie games, uh, I did tearaways up there. I wouldn't mind putting one indie on here just to, like, kind of speak
1: to the kind of wasteland of software it eventually became. Mm-hmm. Also, isn't a big part of this system
0: the visual novels
1: that were on it?
0: Oh, absolutely. Um, uh, absolutely. Isn't, isn't that series Dank, and Rapa? Isn't that, like, a visual novel series it or something? It might be. Like- I, I don't uh, I know people talk about those games a lot the so I'm almost like thinking maybe we should put like one of those there's like three of them as far as I know
1: yeah um yeah I like that idea in general
0: let me just let me just google it just to see what like what systems this this got this dang thing was on um, yeah we
1: could like tell the story of the PS Vita here and I think if you're telling the story of the PS Vita you pick like Persona 4 because people think it's really good mm-hmm. you pick maybe an indie and you pick a visual
0: novel of some okay. kind Okay, all right so dang uh, it looks like dang and Rampa was on one and two started on the Vita so I think we could let's do just do the first one okay does it have a name other than that? No, it's just Dang, Dang it. uh Oh, Dank, and Rapa trigger happy havoc. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like that's the name of of that one. What
1: indie is the best one on here, or the you know the most associated with
0: with the uh, system? Okay, uh, I mean Spelunky. Uh, that one I'm seeing up on top lists so I, I'd be okay with giving it to Spelunky honestly uh, Spelunky, I own
1: it for the system, if that means anything
0: <laughs> I, you know what, I think it
1: does mean something,
0: I, I think it means that it's going to be our third game on our PS Vita list
1: alright, I can read them back, you want me to read them back on this one? yep,
0: yep. what do we got?
1: Persona 4 Golden, Yep Danganronpa 1, Yep Spelunky,
0: alright, there we go, locked Spelunky in on, Vita, we barely <laughs> knew you
1: we really did i think of all of the systems that i've ever owned it's the one i spent the least amount of time playing uh our next number 14
0: all right we are we are going back in time early 90s another handheld though the sega game gear
1: oh my god i owned this fucking thing too yep. another another also ran handheld platform that i actually owned
0: yep um,
1: I was in the Sonic cult at this time,
0: so I oh, had to. Oh, yeah, uh, there's no doubt we have to pick a Sonic game. But which one? That's hard.
1: <sighs> How do you I feel mean, about Triple Trouble and Chaos feel like our best choices?
0: My my personal pick would be Triple Trouble.
1: Triple Trouble introduces Knack, a.k.a. Fang. Yep. Mm-hmm. The Weasel?
0: Yep, Knack the Weasel. <laughs> uh, so that alone... <laughs> <laughs> I, I would choose that one. He, you know what?
1: Sega was really tapped into the the Sonic fan community in the pre-internet era because everybody's like notebook drawn Sonic the Hedgehog OCs in elementary school also used handguns. <laughs> so giving one to Fang yeah. or Knack or whatever his fucking name is really shows they had their finger on the pulse. <laughs> He had a gun in the uh, the comics too. It definitely Sonic Triple Trouble definitely had the biggest impact on pornography of any oh, game
3: shit. from the,
1: <laughs> from the game. here.
3: God,
1: I mean, there's not a bunch of shining force pornography as long as 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 far as I'm aware.
0: Shit. <laughs> All right. Okay. So let's let's give it a tr- to Triple Trouble. All right, Sonic. Um, triple Okay. Um. Well, this is this also ended up on the Genesis, but this is a pretty good contender. How do you feel about Gunstar Heroes? Did you ever play that one? Uh, I played Gunstar Heroes for the Genesis.
1: I didn't note it for the uh, Game Gear. I kind of forgot that there was a Game Gear version, but it, that certainly should be in contention. That's cool that that exists. Yeah. Um... I do think we should consider that Shining Force game. Uh, I know I owned it. Sort of haja. Sort of haja.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm seeing that on. I'm looking at lists right now, and that one seems to be coming up quite a bit. You know what um, my
1: favorite game was for this system? What's that? Brand? I don't think that it's important, but I loved the port of Dr. Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine.
0: Oh, hell yeah.
1: The The version of the main song from Mean, mean Bean Machine on the on the Game Gear was such a jam. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a Puyo Puyo game. You know, I don't, I don't think it's important, but I do think it's pretty great.
0: No, it's a good, it's a very fun game, uh, and I like that they make a nod to it in, in Sonic Mania.
1: Yeah, super um, cool to see it. I mean, the Genesis version is probably the one
0: that most people are familiar with, though. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, what I'm seeing on a lot of top lists is this, and I, and I don't know if you've played this one, is Land of Illusion starring Mickey Mouse. I own this! I own this! It, yeah, it, it is coming up on... Uh, if it's not number one, it's up there. So how would you feel about putting that one?
1: Uh, yeah, I own two Mickey Mouse games for the Game Gear. Um, my only question is, is that also like a Master System classic that <sighs> might be considering for inclusion in the Master System?
0: But... Uh, I kind of like it here. Let me I'm going to look that up just to see what all systems it was on just to make sure. Uh, yeah, it was on uh, master system. So I think we could, we could either put it here or we can put it with the master system whenever we get to it. Um, It would suck
1: to get to master system and figure out that it's not actually in contention and having passed for it. Yeah, I know we're gonna probably put like an Alex Kidd game on that one, and like maybe Fantasy Zone, uh, maybe like a
0: Wonder Boy game or something like that. Let's
1: let's put Castle of Illusion starring Mickey Mouse here on the Game Gear.
0: Okay, all right, so let's yeah, we'll put it on the Game Gear. Um, and what else? We we chose Sonic tri- Triple Trouble.
1: I say we should choose Shining Force sort of Hajia.
0: Okay. I think it I'm, was a, an important title for the platform. I, I saw that up there on list, too, so I'm I'm comfortable putting that there, too.
1: We're locking down our three. Yep. Sonic Triple Trouble, Shining Force Sword of Haja, and Castle of Illusion starring Mickey Mouse.
0: All right. So what do we got next?
1: 27.
0: All right. We Okay. All right. Here we go. One of my favorite systems of all time, the Nintendo GameCube. Oh, it's fucking
1: on now.
0: And... 2001
1: it's fucking on now
0: yeah this is who. oh boy all
1: right it, i want to i want to ask you this question again if you can pull a lever and lock one game right now one game animal crossing fuck yeah dude that was gonna be my one yeah like
0: absolutely like that is fuck like, yeah dude it, it start like Animal By the Crossing, way, we know that it was an N sixty four game in Japan. We're doesn't, aware. Doesn't doesn't matter. It, doesn't it, matter. It it's what like got people into the the series. Um, I want
1: to lock that down right now. All Animal right. Crossing is one of our three. Mm-hmm. Now uh, it is a difficult. Now
0: we have a difficult discussion to have. Yeah, because it's it, here's the thing: is there's GameCube was kind of a hard spot for Nintendo. A lot of culturally uh, at this time, a lot of people were paying more attention to Xbox and PlayStation 2. I know um, that. Oh, this is tough. I'm going to say
1: that I want to lock another one in. And you can right. say we're not ready to lock that in yet, but let's put it on the list. Okay. What do you I want to lock in Smash Melee.
0: We, okay. I'm, you I'm can willing still to buy
1: I'm, GameCube controllers that hook up to your current system. Yep. I, because of the influence that melee had, and the melee community is still massive. It's diminished a little because of ultimate,
0: but I would put melee too. I went to a video game fighting tournament uh, within the last few years, which one is bananas, but two, uh, they had—I mean—a whole melee set up for it, and it's pretty much at. It's still a such a huge presence within the fighting game community. We would be it'd be super silly for us to not include that game on there. So I, I think we should lock that game in.
1: It makes me feel really scared about some of the things that are not going to make it on this list.
0: (sighs) Let me tell you some things
1: that might not be on this list. Okay. 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 Wind Waker might not be on this list. Metroid prime might not be on this list. Super Mario sunshine might not be on this list. Paper Mario, the thousand year door might not be on this list.
0: Yep. Resident Evil 4.
1: Oh, amazing.
0: Which Although isn't... the
1: Wii version is kind of like maybe a contender, I would mm-hmm. say.
0: No, the Wii version's great.
1: I also uh, want to shout out to Eternal Darkness, which I think is a great weird title for mm-hmm. the GameCube. Mm-hmm. And I also want to shout-outs to Luigi's Mansion as the, really, you're going to launch your system with this game? Okay.
0: I mean, it also had also had Monkey Ball.
1: It had Monkey Ball. R- don't forget Pikmin starts here.
0: Yep. Pikmin one and two were both these on this system. These are
1: some games that might not be on this list.
0: Um <sighs> this this is this is tough. Because here's the thing too. Like like I said, this is a very like this was a an intense time for Nintendo because they weren't doing so well. People were paying more attention to the Xbox and the PlayStation too. So if you were if you were a Nintendo GameCube owner, that means you were, you were a diehard Nintendo fan.
1: Yeah, this is where Nintendo kind of learns to not be not try to keep up with the Joneses about console power. Mm-hmm. And and you know, uh, obviously the next move that they would make would be so defining for their future as a company. <sighs> <sighs> uh,
2: uh,
0: I I know this won't make it, but I just want to bring it up. It Killer 7. Yeah, <laughs> Killer 7's cool. Yeah. Great soundtrack, really good soundtrack on Killer um, 7. Again, not, not, it wouldn't be one that I think we could put on the list, uh, but it would be, it's a very good game. <sighs> this is tough,
1: bud. This is tough. To me, to me, it feels like in my brain that the two that would be the hardest to keep from this list for me would be Metroid Prime 1 and Wind Waker.
0: Okay, all right.
1: But I also think Thousand Year Door is not out of the running.
0: Here's here's the thing. Of those 3 games I love Thousand Year Door the most. Yes. Like it is an all-time like absolute favorite. It's to the point where I think that like Thousand Year Door is a better Paper Mario game. Like I think in terms of like quality it's it's the best. It's not my favorite Paper Mario. But I it,
1: it's, it's got a cult. It's got a cult. Yeah. But it doesn't feel like it can keep it doesn't feel like it can keep Wind Waker off this list.
0: No. It no. doesn't feel so, like it can
1: keep Metroid Prime off this list. No. Pikmin also doesn't feel like it can keep those two off the list, although it does feel like one of the GameCube-iest GameCube games. Oh, absolutely.
0: Absolutely. It was a game made for that system. Um, All right. So we, I think we we have to decide between Metroid Prime and Wind Waker. Is there any way we can not decide between them? <laughs> I mean we 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 did set the parameters. I mean we that's the thing. 3 3 games. Okay. Mm. So
1: here's let me throw some ideas out here. I remember Wind Waker being one of the first big fandom bash lack backlash moments
0: oh. in video mm-hmm. games. Yep. I distinctly remember going on the game FAQ message boards, and uh, the people would just be like, Oh, it's fucking sucks. Did you see those shell say, This looks like a kid's game, which is so, they just if like, If you were, really... if
1: you could somehow Google search the, the early 2000s internet, and you could put in quotes like Wind Waker and gay because it feels like back then all kind of shit heel uh video game nerds I would I would probably group myself into this group at that time that was their go-to word when they found something to be kind of not badass enough yep right right uh, and then obviously the huge change over the years in how this game is seen and thought of mhm people love this game now
0: um but it was very much uh the nadir of, of the Zelda series of the main core Zelda series. The thing, here's the thing though, met the Metroid prime series, specifically prime one really revitalized Metroid as a, as a a powerhouse within the Nintendo Canon and kind of gave the series as a whole kind of a new life. And I mean, like, it's to the point where, like, when they teased uh, Metroid Prime 4, like, people lost their fucking minds. Yeah, I think that's true. I think that's
1: true. And I mean, like, you know, if if whatever Zelda owes to Wind Waker
4: is not comparable, Um, let's. Guys, can know. I bring up what I think is a much stronger contender than Wind Waker going up against Metroid Prime? Because I do agree Metroid right, well, Prime should definitely be in contention but i feel like you guys are totally overlooking resident evil 4 but are we cuz i <sighs> but are I mean, we though it's it completely changed like action shooter games from that point forward that is very true and it is still like considered to be one of the greatest games of all time like i regularly hear that and i mean it's been on maybe one reason you're not considering it is because it's been on everything like for the past week, I've deliberated getting it on my Switch.
0: Yeah, I bought it on my Switch, and I mean, it's good. It's good on the Switch. Um, it's and fine it wasn't port. on the
4: other platforms at the time,
0: correct? No, it was only on GameCube.
4: Yeah, it was a console exclusive for for a minute, and then it slowly started to make its way onto literally every other electronic device there is.
1: We should, yeah, we should take this
0: into consideration, dude. Okay, all right, so. I'm sorry Wind Waker, it's gotta go. But
1: uh, Wind Waker's um, gone. Let's let's put RD four in there and let it let it see how we feel about it. Instead of Prime, instead of Melee, or instead of Animal Crossing.
0: I think I would put it over prime. And I mean I I think it just like seems a little more important. In, in my opinion.
1: We both feel pretty strongly that animal crossing being on 64 in Japan is not really a strike against it. In our the chat lockdown. is very yeah. unhappy about this
0: animal crossing. No, pick. no, I will not. I will not fold on that.
1: I think I, I can't fold on that either. No. I got to keep animal crossing yeah. in there.
0: No, absolutely. Uh, like it is like a touchstone for that system. Like, I, would I, say, I,
1: I would say that this is the most unhappy cut we're <laughs> making today so far.
4: Oh yeah. Glove glo- getting- glo- the glove of saying remove Animal Crossing. Your bias <laughs> is preventing the truth. You has to saying, <laughs> I am baffled that Animal Crossing is on the list.
1: Well, here's the here's the thing that I will say, in in defense of potentially cutting Animal Crossing brand, I feel that there's a strong chance that Animal Crossing is going to get another game into this canon somewhere.
0: All right, okay. I don't think Prime right.
1: is going to get any other games into this canon okay. today.
0: All right, so. And I will say
1: that it being technically an N64 port Ugh. is a thing. Although, although we're we're going to look at another like launch title that bordered two systems later.
0: Yep. Okay. You know what? Uh, Animal Crossing's out of there. Oh, um,
1: painful, fucking, painful, yep. dude. I,
0: I hate. I I hate it. So I hate here, it. Here's what we're gonna do: Metroid Prime, Resident Evil Four, and Super Melee. Smash Brothers Melee. Yep, that is our that is our list. Oh, we'll, I hate it. Well, we'll revisit Animal Crossing. I, you guys are bananas, though. I we strongly, might force two fucking yeah. Animal Crossing games into this canon now yeah, because just, of the salt, just for spite, just for spite. <laughs> <laughs> okay we, we got it we we gotta move on and that's gonna do it for part two of the console Canon with your host Brandon presented by a new Nintendo podcast Excel thank you once again to Dylan Flynn um, you can find him on Twitter at Dylan Flynn you can find his show Duff Dixon play it by year mixler.com slash Duff Dixon you can find Trevor Ickrath on Twitter at TRVRKRTH. you can also find him on Mixler every Saturday. Mixer.com slash T-R-V-R-K-A-R-T-H. You can find the show uh, at BRNHoff on Twitter. You can find the show on all sorts of podcatchers. We're on Spotify. We're on Apple. I think Google Play is going away, but whatever. Thank you all so much for listening to this as we move on into the final part of the Console Cannon with your host, Brandon. See you in part three. Welcome back to the New and To Know podcast. XL presents the Console Canon with your host Brandon. I'm your host Brandon Hoff, and this is part three, the final part of the three-part series of the Console Canon with your host Brandon, featuring special guest Dylan Flynn and uh, producer Trevor Ickrath on the ones and twos with the music. Uh, this was all recorded live on Saturday, um, November seventh. 2020, And it should be coming out today. uh, November 8th, I believe. Anyways, I want to say thank you so much again to both Dylan and Trevor for coming on the show. I want to say thank you to everybody who listened in live. And I want to say thank you to you if you're listening now. I hope you've enjoyed this series. Uh, This is something that uh, we will definitely be revisiting again. There are a lot more consoles to put in the console canon. Uh, I mean we did all the major ones But we really want to scrape the bottle, bottom of the barrel And really get them all So we uh, we might do this again at some point um, You can fo- follow Trevor and Dylan One more time uh, At Dylan Flynn At TRVRKRTH uh, On Twitter Mixler.com slash DuffDixon Mixler.com slash TRVRKRTH For both of their shows You can follow me on Twitter At Hoff. You can find me doing my other show The Children's Television Workshop at mixler.com CTW radio show, uh, where we might be doing more live episodes of this on Mixler. That seems like a good fun time. Anyways, let's dive right back into part three. This is part three, the final part in the finale of the console canon with your host, Brandon. Okay, we, we got it. we we gotta move on. We gotta keep going. We got number eight next. Okay. Um hey uh this is the TurboGraphic sixteen and we actually Got a clip from uh, Glove the Glove. Uh, oh, by the way, the system came out in 1987. Um, so, Trevor, if you want to play uh, that clip by love Glove. love that
1: we have a, a TurboGrafx-16 fan in the, in yeah. the audience today.
0: Mm-hmm.
5: Hey, y'all. My name is Glove, and I just wanted to throw my thoughts out for this big, important games list you guys are doing. Uh, I'm not a 100% know-it-all for a lot of these consoles, but there is one that I can say I've done my research on, and that's the PC Engine, also known as the TurboGrafx-16. I've played a ton of great games on it, and there are three that I can pick that are absolute must-buys if anyone were to pick up this console or the mini that came out recently, which is a really good value, in my opinion. And all three of these games are on that mini. So number one is Soldier Blade. The Turbo Graphics is a console known for its shoot-em-ups, so it's no surprise that my list starts with one. Soldier Blade is the fourth entry in the Star Soldier series. It has high quality, everything. Fast, addicting gameplay with excellent music, graphics, bosses. It's the pinnacle that borrows elements from a bunch of other successful shoot-'em-ups on the console, like Blazing Lasers and Seirei Senshi Spriggan, but it, it iterates on them in a way that set the bar for so many other shooters to try to meet or exceed from then on. Uh, there's another shoot up on my list that I put above this for personal reasons, but I think Soldier Blade is the more overall complete package. Number two is Dracula X, Rondo of Blood. This is the original version of rondo of blood on the pc engine so not the neutered version that the super nintendo got it didn't get translated for release on the american turbo graphics but you can get a hold of this version relatively easily and there's not much of a language barrier at all so you can play this without knowing any japanese at all this is my all-time favorite castlevania game because after this Symphony of the Night came out, and that took the series in a direction with exploration and a bigger map. But I prefer the linear action-style levels of this and Castlevania 3. And Rondo of Blood just nails this style of game more than any other Castlevania before and after it, in my opinion. It's hard, but it's super fun to replay. It has fantastic graphics and a musical score that really show what the PC CD-ROM was capable of so late in the console's life cycle. This was 1993 but it's a total must play for anybody who likes 2d action games and castlevania especially and then there's number three lords of thunder this is the game that got me to go out and buy a turbografx 16 in the first place this is a shoot-em-up where you play as a knight that flies through fantasy style levels and you shoot different elemental powers based on the four different suits of armor you select before you enter a stage it's got cool enemy and boss designs and anime cutscene at the start, but those are nothing compared to what I consider to be the greatest soundtrack in any game on the entire console. The Lords of Thunder soundtrack absolutely rips dude. It is melodic heavy metal, has an incredible variety of cool themes recorded with live instruments. It's just incredible. Even if you don't buy this game, just go listen to the soundtrack. I recommend the tracks for Desant, La Mirada, and Bosque. This is a 10 out of 10 video game. It got me to buy the console. That's how good it is. And those are my three most important. Uh, the console has a bunch of great shoot-em-ups, platformers, RPGs, and Bomberman games. But those are my go-to's when I want to recommend it. This is a great example of how good Konami and Hudson Soft were back in the day because they made some of the best games for the console. I could recommend a bunch more, but those are some great picks from a turbo graphics lover. So thanks, guys. I hope you have a great time going through your lists. Bye. Thank
2: great you for doing Great yeah.
1: submission.
0: Yeah. I
1: don't very, feel ready to good.
0: lock any of those three down. I I think I'd be okay with that. No, well. I'm not
1: ready to lock any. Of oh, you're things, not. Dude. All right, I'm okay. not ready to lock any of those down.
0: Okay, all right. I think
1: I think we'd be psychotic not to put Bonk's Adventure on this list. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I was looking Bonk at list.
1: is the Turbo 16 in the in the cultural unconscious.
0: Okay, then we have then we have to. The, is, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie. The only thing I know about this console is the fact that Kanye West was considering naming an album after this console. Bonk um, is
1: the little bald caveman attempting to, to compete with Mario and Bonk's adventure is like, you know, that whole, that whole franchise is, is to me, it's the whole, it's what this impact. I also don't agree with the shmup pick. I think that a shmup needs to be on here because it's a big part of this console's like reputation. But the one that I always hear talked about is blazing lasers, which, which Glove also mentioned in his, uh, in his submission, I mean, I understand that this other one that he likes is probably better, and like he would recommend you buy it before you buy Blazing Lasers.
0: I see. So based on a few lists that I've seen, I've seen Blazing Lasers on lists. I'm not seeing a whole lot of uh, Soldier Blade, TB- TBH.
1: So um, I feel better about Rondo of Blood, though. I do think that's like a pretty big coup. Okay. For them to have at the time had a Castlevania exclusive.
0: Okay, so I I think I'd be okay with Bonk's Adventure, um, Blazing Lasers in uh, Rondo of Blood, as picks. So do I. Okay, so let's lock let's lock it in. Um, All right, Dracula X, Rondo of Blood, uh, Blazing Lasers, and Bonk's Adventure. There's I can't graphics. find,
1: what number were we on? There was eight?
0: Uh, That was yeah, number,
2: yes. yep. No, I'm just writing
1: these down as we go <laughs> yeah, so that we have eight. a record somewhere. Uh, Blazing Lasers and Rondo of Blood. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Next up, number 12 on the list,
0: please. Okay, we have just entered the, uh, the 1990s. We are with the uh, SNK Neo Geo.
1: Oh boy, rich kid, rich kid, gaming all the way. I mean, the Turbo Graphics was also expensive, very mm-hmm. expensive system. But the Neo Geo was for, for the richest kid on the block. That fucking thing.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Is Hang it? Hang on. No, go ahead and finish your thought. I was just saying the King of Fighters series. Isn't this a part of the SNK stuff? Yeah, I th- I think King of Fighters and Fatal Fury are
1: are the two big ones uh that dude terry what's his name who's in smash is he from fatal fury uh i think he is from fatal fury i'm not saying necessarily that means we got to pick a we we probably could pick both because obviously it's mostly a a fighting game console Mm
0: -hmm. yeah
1: i just want to say that the neo geo system when it debuted uh in uh it debuted in 1991 and it retailed for 650. dollars
2: <laughs>
0: Oh, my, I, what? Are you kidding me? That's more I mean, than it was like, like
1: having it was having arcade hard hardware in your home that oh you could plug into Lord. your television. So That's wild for a niche market only 650. dollars That's more than a PS5. Yeah, now <laughs> only <laughs> for the only for the the one percenters. Yeah. This is sure. definitely
0: some some lifestyles of the the rich and the famous shit. I know it's um, got Metal Slug games too. I, I you know what I would say Metal Slug, any Metal Slug. If we're gonna pick one non-fighting game, it has. I think Metal Slug would be the one we would pick. I
1: think three is the one that that the fans really like.
0: I yeah, think. that's the one I um that I saw a lot like because they, they put it on the Wii Shop Channel uh, where you could just. And they put a lot of TurboGrafx, graphic, turbo uh, S&K type, all types of those games on there. And yeah. that was one of them. Um, so I would be okay with like Metal Slug 3.
1: Me too. Uh, I would also a, be okay yeah. for the other two to be fighting games because I think that's honest about what this was. Yeah. I mean, it was mostly a fighting game machine. Um, I
0: would say King of
1: Fighters seems yep. safe to me.
0: And then maybe even Fatal Fury.
1: Is there? Where? What is the Fatal Fury game for this? Because I'm not seeing it on the list. Fatal I Fury see, Special. Yeah, yep. that's the one I I see. Because I, we're talking about cultural impact, and obviously the biggest impact SNK has right now is that there's uh, a fighter in in Smash. Mm-hmm. So and you want to th- call you want to call it at, uh, Metal Slug Three, Fatal Fury Special. And what King of Fighters game?
0: We can just do King of Fighters '98. King of Fighters '98. All right, Neo Geo.
1: Couple, three great picks from two SNK uh, experts today. Yep. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. All right, what do we got next?
1: All the way to the end of the list at number 40. All I know right. what this is without even looking.
0: Yep, it is the Nintendo Switch released on March 3rd, 2017.
1: Hot take, I think that the that the three games that would be on this so far are very easy picks. Oh, yeah. And I also think that there's a good chance that nothing's going to unseat these three by the end of this console cycle.
0: Uh, I mean... Super Mario Odyssey, Legend of Zelda, Breath of the Wild. Two obvious picks. Um, and then I
1: think you gotta do New Horizons.
0: Yep. Yep. It the is reason what...
1: I think Animal Crossing New Horizons is going to be hard to unseat as this number three is because of when it happened.
0: Oh, it, it came at <laughs> the absolute perfect time. I mean,. For the game like the timing was like in terms of like yeah it wasn't a perfect
1: time in any other way yeah <laughs> but it was the perfect time for animal crossing to happen because yeah. everybody was going insane <laughs> everybody <laughs> was going nuts we were all socially starved <coughs> like prime four if it even comes out for the switch which let's go ahead and say that it will uh maybe even if, del- even if it delivers on everybody's wildest Metroid dreams, I don't know if it'll ever have the impact that those first few months of Animal Crossing New Horizons did on the culture. I don't, I don't think it will. If,
0: any, if it could gun for anything, I would say it could gun for Odyssey. Yep. I think that it has a better shot of going up against Odyssey than it does Animal Crossing. Um, Gloves, they call Recency Virus a New Horizons. They say Smash Ultimate is much more important um i d- disagree, I, disagree. I, I do i do think smash is like very culturally relevant yeah um but like new horizons was like a console like a straight up console s- seller like it,
1: if we were just, making if we were making this episode in 15 years from now brand Depending on how things go, it's possible that we would be ta- ultimate would be the first Switch game we'd think of. It's possible, yep. it is possible, but that's recency bias too. It might be the 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 flavor of the week Smash game right now.
0: Yep,
1: but but it doesn't have the like tried and true proven track record as a juggernaut in the Smash series that Melee like does. Yep, I think New Horizons is like. There's fewer, there's few moments in gaming history where I felt the internet thinking and breathing as a single organism that I did when New Horizons dropped, you know, a a couple of weeks into quarantine.
0: Yep. Uh, uh, And uh, Trevor in the chat does, he did bring up some pretty excellent points. He did say Biden didn't campaign and smash ultimate. And he also said gorillas <laughs> didn't pro- do a live performance with Beck in Smash Ultimate. So, yeah, really, <laughs> if you think about it. Good point. That's a good point. <laughs> All right.
1: Uh, the only, let's just go ahead and mention, of course, that Breath of the Wild simultaneously dropped for the Wii U. Uh,
0: I, I see it as a Switch game.
1: But like, it's a Switch game. Yeah. yeah. The, the, whole, the whole idea that Switch got this, like, running start as, like, the new... Great hope for Nintendo as a console company mm-hmm. happened because of everybody running out to buy one to play Breath of the Wild. So, yeah, yep. I mean, it was a system seller. Hell, it had an attach rate that was higher than the, <laughs> than
0: the exactly. Yeah, it sold it sold more copies than people like than the system was even able to exist. Yeah, you,
1: so you it, would be at the back of the line. You get to the front, and there'd be like, "We're
0: out of Switches," and be like, "Fuck!"
1: Well, I'll just get Breath of the Wild and get my mm-hmm. Switch in a week.
0: Yep, um, uh, Frank just came back. He said he missed most of it,
4: dude. We're still rolling. We're still going. We, we got to going, go. We're still going, Frank. Yeah. Welcome, Welcome back. How many yeah. consoles Welcome have back. you guys done by this point?
1: Um,
4: are not are neither of you keeping a list?
1: Uh, we have done we have done twenty nine, and oh. there are no. Sorry, we have done nineteen, and there are okay. twenty one remaining. All
0: right. So we got we a got ways to go.
1: We got a ways to go. I want to lock these down as our all Switch right. pick.
0: Absolutely. Okay. Nintendo Switch, Breath of the Wild, uh, Super Mario Odyssey, and Animal Crossing New Horizons. Those are Correct. the picks. Uh, those are canon. Jumping right, back so, on the list to number 17. All right. Number 17. Okay. So we are back in the early 90s with the Atari Jaguar.
1: No idea. Yep. No. <laughs> I think there was a meth game for it. I think there was a magic carpet experience for it. <laughs> um. Okay. Here's what this we. This was got. A, obviously this was the death knell of of Atari yep. as
0: a game system. Was the Jaguar. I, I, I will say it does have Doom and Wolfenstein 3D on it. Okay. So. <laughs> I've heard
1: of both of them. I played both of them. Maybe on other things. Oh, Alien versus Predator. That's right. That seems like one of the games that
0: I that I associate with this platform. Okay. Is right. that Alien vs. Predator shooter? Uh, Alien vs. Predator. Uh, we're gonna do that one. It's just locked yep. in. Um, I've decided... Ray, Rayman was on this? What? Apparently... Hold on. Nah, I can't be right. Uh, I'm seeing that there was a Rayman game on, on the... Whoa, yeah, it was. Weird. It sure was. Rayman
1: was on fucking Atari weird. Jaguar. Ubisoft playing both sides of the line. Okay, you know what? To...
0: Why don't we why don't we do Rayman as a as a <laughs> I mean look if if nothing else people know
1: about Rayman. Yeah. Uh, and it was on the system. So sure. Yeah, why not? And um let's pick let's pick uh one of these, one of the, well, there's this mech game called Highlander, but it's for the CD, and we're not really doing the CD add-on. No. Let's pick one of the two between that Doom port and that Wolfenstein
0: 3D port. I'm I gonna think. say Doom. I'm gonna say Doom.
1: Okay. Doom, Alien versus Predator, and Rayman for the Atari Jaguar. <laughs> right. Okay. So we got it. we got it
0: locked in. Was that our 20th, 20th system?
1: Uh, I think that might have been our. Twenty, yeah, maybe we got twenty left. I don't know.
0: <laughs> okay, something like that. All right, okay. Let's keep let's keep it rolling. Number thirty. Okay, um, uh, one of my favorite systems came out in two thousand and four. The Nintendo DS.
1: Whoa, Jesus!
0: A powerhouse of a system has an incredible library. Um, If there, I, here let me say something.
1: It feels like if there was ever gonna be a Nintendo handheld that wouldn't have a a Pokemon game in its top three, it might be this
4: one. Mm, I, I, it I,
1: probably still does. It probably still does. But wasn't, I mean, wasn't Heart Gold and Soul
4: Silver for the DS? That, yes.
1: that would be the one you would choose for it. Certainly. Heart Gold and Soul Silver. You wouldn't choose Diamond and Pearl. Ah, <sighs> You wouldn't choose black and white.
0: <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I don't know.
1: I, I, think, I think you'd choose hard gold and Soul, silver over those two any I, day.
0: Yeah, I mean, ultimately, yes. But I do really like those other <laughs> ones, too, a lot. Um, But, okay, I'm going to pick one, because we didn't put it for Super Nintendo. The uh, DS port, which is the best port of this game, because it's not just a port, it's like the best version of this game, hands down, is the Chrono Trigger DS version. Whoa. Has to. Has to. I'm sorry. like, Big, big move. Yeah. It has to be one of them. I'm putting it
1: on the list. It, we might come head to head here. here.
0: Okay. okay. I don't know. All right. All right. What else? Okay. What else you got?
1: Uh, okay. So I think that we need to put this in the conversation about the Nintendo DS. I think we need to put... Um, I think we need to put Mario Kart uh, DS, and we need to put New Super Mario Brothers DS. We need to put uh, Legend of Zelda Phantom Hourglass. We need to talk about The World Ends With You, I think. Yeah. And we also need to talk about Grand Theft Auto Chinatown Wars. Ooh.
0: Yeah, that, that's a pretty good one too. Um,
1: Chinatown oh. Wars especially is like a big vote of confidence from Rockstar to like build a gta experience around this hardware
0: yep i don't know though ultimately if it would be a top three pick in my maybe not maybe not um but it certainly was like a a risk on rockstar's part that that paid off um the best seller on this
1: system was new super mario bros okay and it's you know it's the beginning of the new Super Mario Bros series. Yes. It's for this system. People kind of hate that series.
0: I I don't hate it. I don't I just don't like the style. Yeah, I don't like the style either. Like it was uh, so here's the thing. It was fine first game around, but then they just kept doing it. They just it's, kept doing it. It's the problem. But I mean you know, if we were going to choose a Mario game, I would, I would choose Mario Kart DS over it. But is that, are they,
1: do they cancel each other out or are they distinct series?
0: <sighs> I mean, they're distinct, but I, I think in my opinion, I would, I want to choose one over the other. I, I wouldn't want to put both of them on the list.
1: I think I'd pick New Super Mario Bros. over Mario Kart DS. I think I would, and okay, and I'm not sure <laughs> that I have a lot of ground to stand on. I just uh, think that like it's the beginning of a of a of a Nintendo moment there of the New Super Mario Bros. era. Yeah, that's kind of where my why my guess going there. Can I also just say, can you guess what the second best selling DS game is? It's very funny. Um.
0: I, I want to say Nintendo Dogs. I know It is Nintendo. No, it really is. I, I fun, had it. it is Nintendo Dogs. I mean, I was I I was a part of that that uh I was You're a part that You're in
1: statistic. That.
0: Yep. You helped uh, create that statistic. <laughs>
1: um okay. You do know we what? need something on here that really showcases the stylus as <laughs> part of this what this console was doing, or or do we not even need to think about that? I Come don't out.
0: think so because it was a gimmick
4: that they dropped not too far into the system in my opinion. <laughs> they
1: stopped giving
4: a shit? How
1: about those WarioWare
4: th- games? I thought those always made really good use of the stylus. I How love WarioWare. Yeah, Wario I love yeah, w- WarioWare. Uh, Wario is it, is, Wario is Wario it Wario one of the touched? three most
1: important titles on the system? I'm not 100% sure. It might be.
0: Or like Elite Beat Agents? <laughs> I uh, would put WarioWare over Elite Beat Agents probably. I, I would I would too, but I I know that that game does come up in conversation. Can we can we figure out which if we're going to pick Heart Gold or Soul Silver here? Oh, Heart Gold all the way. I think Heart Gold. Oh, absolutely.
1: Okay. Is Ho-Oh more iconic than Lugia? I I mean,
0: I am coming at this with a 100% bias. Um like I just prefer that version over the other one. Um I don't really think one I mean they're they're the same. They're the same game. Like they just have different mascots. So, yeah. I don't I mean they they're interchangeable. But I'm going to say Heart Gold. I'll put Heart Gold.
1: I'm okay. also feeling better and better about your Chrono Trigger pick.
0: It's just, man, it's so good. And that version specifically is like the version to play. Like if you were going to play Chrono Trigger that's that's the way to play it is on the DS. So then
1: okay, so then if we're down to if we're down to one more pick on this system. You say Kart DS. I'm I'm, I'm leaning, leaning
0: I'm leaning more towards New Super Mario Brothers. I think it has a little more la- like staying power and I would I would give Mario Kart a different system.
1: We like them over. We like it. We like it over Phantom Hourglass. Yeah. We like it over Animal Crossing Wild World.
0: Oh yeah. Uh, we like that it is over maybe, The World Ends with You. I th- don't. That game's good, but I just don't think it's like. I, I don't. I just don't think it's like culturally irrelevant enough. Yeah.
1: It's got like a weirdo cult around it. We yeah. like it over Chinatown Wars. We like it over Donasaro.
0: <laughs> oh, I mean that's a great game. It's fucking it great a game. game. It's so good. So it's portrait of ruin and Oh my god, that's uh order of Eccles- the oh, oh. yeah. I think we got it. I think we got to do it. All right, let's do it. Okay. All right. So we have Chrono Trigger, um Heart Gold and we have New Super Mario Bros for the Nintendo DS.
1: Some tough cuts. Some tough cuts. Let's keep it going. We're on number 34.
0: Okay. Uh well, another Juggernaut. Uh, we have the Nintendo Wii coming out in 2006.
1: You know what? One game I lo- I want to lock down right now, no matter what is going on. This
0: is this uh, Wii Sports. Wii Sports, one hundred percent. I mean this this game was synonymous with the with the system. Not just for the fact that it was a pack-in. It's like everybody I knew who had a Wii would play this game like even like my family when I would show them the Wii they'd be like oh let's play Wii Sports like it is like that is the the reason
1: why they managed to gain so much ground into the casual market Mm -hmm. yep heavily featured on the Big Bang Theory (laughs) (laughs) that's how that's how they got them um so from here a little bit more nebulous I would say Yeah, I there's a version of this list that has Wii fit on it. There's a version of this list that has Galaxy on it. There's a version of this list that has, I guess, Twilight Princess on it. Although I don't feel like anybody
0: cares about that game anymore. Here's the thing. I like that game a lot and it's even fine on Wii. I mean, there's a better port of it on Wii U, TBH. So like, but it doesn't have enough like Zelda, like staying power. So I wouldn't want to, I wouldn't put it on this list. I wouldn't put Brawl on this list either. No, I wouldn't. It's the least talked about Smash. Nobody cares about it that it's much.
1: Out with the out with the the garbage. Yep. If we had better ones. Yep. Um, um I mean like I can't imagine. the the weird thing about it is that like the because of what the Wii ended up becoming, like Wii fit feels like a, a definite possibility of a choice here. But it also feels like it's kind of being covered
0: already by Wii Sports. Yep, I I think Wii Sports like that's the the one we should keep over like like Wii box like any any sort of Wii fit Wii sports resort even like I think this is the one that covers that 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 box. Is this a system where we need to talk about Mario Kart? No,
1: you don't think Mario Kart Wii is in the conversation
0: here? I think it's a good game, but there are better Mario karts. And I think when people think of Mario Kart, uh, this is not one that they think about that much.
1: How comfortable do you feel about putting galaxy on this list?
0: Honestly, pretty comfortable. Some people would say galaxy two over the first one, but I mean, galaxy one set the standard.
1: I think if you were going to have a conversation about which one people should play
0: in today and now,
1: sure. Uh, but if you want to talk about cultural impact, which of the two made it onto the First. recent
2: yep. <laughs> Super yep. Mario
1: exactly uh, 3D All Stars collection?
0: Mm-hmm. Yep, I, I yep Galaxy One. So I would be comfortable putting that next to Wii Sports. So then, what's what do you feel for the,
1: for our number three spot then? If not we Fit, if not uh, we play or <laughs> how do you how do you feel about this?
0: The Legend of Zelda: Skyward Sword.
1: Oh boy, I feel like it was it was in the back of my mind, and I wasn't even saying it. Um,
0: Here's the thing: gra- I don't feel great about it.
1: I'll say yeah,
2: that.
0: I, I actually, I recently replayed it like uh, several months ago, and uh, I mean, game's fine. Desperately needs a remake. Like, desperately, it's it's super janky. Uh, the uh, motion controls have not aged well.
1: Well, I know that it's part of the reason they invented the
0: like enhanced motion attachment yep. thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Wii Motion Plus. So they tried. Uh, they tried to sell a peripheral on its back. I I don't. You know what? Not no, not not Skyward Sword. No. Uh
1: third game. I mean, I kind of feel like we can't dismiss Cart we completely out of hand brand
0: i mean it did it did have that peripheral it feels like the one
1: that that did the best job splitting the casual and actual gaming market into like here's a wii game everybody can get on board with uh and it also came um at a time when like wii fever was sort of dipping you know it was 2008 the console been out for two years it'd been like this crazy runaway success Um, and then it was like yeah but what do you want to play on it for real it was it just a gimmick you know and then it went on to become the second best selling game on the console
0: yep yep okay you know what let's put it there it it's not a personal favorite I mean honestly a game that I would put on there uh, but no just don't even yeah we'll we'll pick that one we're gonna go with
1: sports galaxy and Mario Kart Wii
0: yes those are the picks. That's our we we list. Yep. I feel uh, like it tells the story of that system okay to me. It does. It does.
1: Uh, going right up to the the end of the list here with number 39.
0: Next. All right. A system I am completely unfamiliar with. The Microsoft Xbox One. Ugh. I'm I, in the same boat, buddy. I like. Uh, You know what? I, I do have a pick, though and even though I played it on a different system um this game w- was originally um developed for the Xbox uh and that is uh Ori in the Blind Forest.
1: Oh, I love that. I want to lock that down right now.
0: Um just I want to lock a,
1: that down right now.
0: I mean, the other one too, Willow the Wisp is good, but but Ori in the Blind Forest was more synonymous with the uh um, the Xbox One. It yeah. Came out in 2015. Uh, I'll, you know what? I'll do another, another pick. It's uh, that was primarily. It's made its way on other systems, but it was primarily developed for the Xbox One, and that's Cuphead. Oh right,
1: that was a, that was a exclusive for a while too, wasn't it?
0: Yeah. I, um, it feels
1: like it's occupying some of the same space as Ori, but I will put it on the short list. There's a good chance it
0: ends up here. The yeah.
1: the Xbox One had a troubled life.
0: It definitely and did. Um, so. I, because the thing is, is I'm, I'm looking at the like list of like what came out. A lot of it's console crossover, which is fine. There's nothing wrong with that. It's just, oh, you know what? A, a game that I still get here talk about, and I think this, this should be a, a choice for it, is um, the D- Destiny 2. Destiny Two,
1: does People, it? It it eventually goes to PC, doesn't it?
0: Uh, I think so, but it it's primarily a like Xbox. Like, let me let me double let me double check. Just I to think you're sure. right. I do think you're right. It was developed by. Bungie. Oh, it's on PS4. It's on Xbox One. Oh, uh, okay. I see. That's the thing is, I I definitely associate it though with Xbox though. Well, because it's Bungie. Yeah, and Bungie
1: felt like you know, it was the it was the thing, but I bet you it sold more copies on PS4 at
0: this point. Yeah, maybe I bet you. All right, let's let's. Uh, all, right, all right, I'll I'll take you up on the bet. Let's. Uh, I'll say it, it sold more on the on the Xbox.
1: Uh, okay, let's see here. Uh, Destiny Two PS4 sales. Um. Mm, it looks like it sold 500,000 copies on the PS4 and it's sold um, not inf- ra- information, not readily available on the <laughs> Xbox one. So that's not going to help
0: us. Okay. All right. Fuck. Well, it, then it's probably more on the, the
1: it's, list. It's a little too multi-platform, I okay. think. Okay. All right. I, my gut is to just throw another fucking four as a game on this list and move on. But all right you know just because i when
0: i think of what xbox even has at this point i mean forza is synonymous with xbox at this point so i'd be okay saying forza um
1: i mean what else would you even do sea of thieves uh the rare game that everyone hated the master chief collection (laughs) yeah rare replay i don't know yeah, I would say I, let's do Forza. It looks like yep. Forza Horizon
0: Four is the one that people like. So okay, all right. So we'll do let's do that. And do you feel okay about Cuphead and uh, Ori? I feel good about Cuphead and Ori. Okay, all right. So Ori in the Blind Forest, Cuphead, and Forza Four, is Forza Horizon going? Four. Oh, Forza Horizon Four. Okay, so those the, are our it's picks. The more arcadey side series. Okay, all right, cool. All right, so. We're, we're at uh, next on the list. Number 15. 15. All right. We're traveling back. Okay. So here we go. Sega CD 1991. Sonic CD. Lock it in right now. Absolutely. That is a must. That's a must pick. What about uh, Night Trap?
1: Was Night Trap Sonic CD? Or was Night Night Trap Sega CD? I think so let me see then it, if it is it definitely is on there because it was yep, like it, it the was the focal point of a congressional inquiry into the video game industry
0: yep nope it is yeah it is uh on say, the sega cd so
1: i it, mean this is a failed system so the fact that we have two games that have any cultural cachet from the system right now means that
0: they are deadlocks in my opinion absolutely uh beyond that though I don't. I don't know. I don't I mean, know. I think people yeah, like dude, the version of Ridge
1: Racer that was on this thing. Uh,
0: um, the first thing I thought of was Vector Man.
1: <laughs> Vector Man was. Yeah, that, I mean, like, I almost think it's. It's. I associated it more with just straight up Genesis than than anything. The Lunar games were for Sega CD. You remember Lunar Eternal Blue
0: and Lunar oh, Silver Star yeah. Story or whatever. Yeah, they those eventually made their way to, to PlayStation, but I definitely remember them being on on oh, Sega wait. CD. Oh wait, Kojima, Kojima's first game, right? Uh um, Snatcher. Snatcher?
1: Snatcher the the like almost text adventure mystery game that Kojima made for the CD, I'm
0: pretty sure. All right. Then there we go.
1: I would say either that or Lunar and I mean like do and does anybody remember Lunar games now? I don't now? Think so.
0: No. I no, don't know. So. Okay, so we're doing Snatcher by Kojima, uh Sonic C D and Night Trap, all for the Sega C D that came out in nineteen ninety one. Painless. Alright. Uh number ten. Ooh, okay, so now we're taking it back. Uh Nintendo Game Boy came out in nineteen eighty nine, the year I was born. It's as old I as got me. I got two
1: right off the bat that I feel like I could lock into this list. What about you?
0: Um I also have two that I think that I I could lock in right away. I bet they're the same. Probably. Uh, So I have Tetris and Super Mario Land.
1: Ooh, different, different from mine.
0: Okay, what do you got?
1: Tetris and Pokemon Red or Blue.
0: Yeah, that's right. They came out for that system. There's no way that Red or Blue isn't Yeah, we have to put, you know what? And I would even say that we'd put Red, Pokemon Red specifically. I feel like that was the version that was bought more.
1: Well, certainly uh, Charizard carries more power
0: yep. mm-hmm. in our
1: culture than, Definitely. than Blast Boys.
0: Mm-hmm. So,
1: Tetris, I think, is a no-brainer. Tetris, oh, I think, has, has to be here.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, it, not just for the fact that it was a packing game. It was like, the game like yeah it's it's the the it they wisely
1: chose to pack tetris in instead of super mario uh land because it was the uh the they were trying to sell this as like a not just for little kids thing you know well
0: there's that there's that game boy that survived desert storm that they have on display
1: and it's the best-selling game for the system, like, lots and lots of times over, even over those Pokemon games, so.
0: Okay, so. Tasher's Pokemon Red.
1: Let's talk about the Mario Land situation here.
0: Okay, the only other game that I would maybe put over it uh, is
1: uh, Kirby. Kirby, it feels like the iconic Kirby game is for this.
0: Yeah, is it Dreamland Is that what it is? Uh no, it was it, I think it was just called Kirby because Just called Kirby. Yeah, because the actual the one it's crazy because uh they released the NES one pretty late in the NES's life. I think it was like the Super Nintendo had, had even been out and
1: like the other the other thing that should be in the conversation is Link's Awakening. Um <laughs> But it almost feels like the the color version is a bigger reference point, the DX version. Yep. I would I would choose the DX
0: over over
1: the so regular version. Now we come to this issue here about Mario Land 2 or Mario Land. Two
0: introduces Wario, which feels like a pretty big thing. That is a pretty big deal. I mean, if we're going like quality wise, two definitely like is better two two definitely better than one one's
1: most iconic feature is the world 1 song i mean it, it made its way
0: into like super mario maker 2 you know what i mean like you can get that power up and but it uh, almost
1: but it feels like what makes it significant is that it was a launch title and tetris is the more the more significant launch title and 2 introduces Wario and it's a better
0: game alright you know what we'll give it to 2 let's
1: we're give doing it to it 2, for two.
0: Yep. Pokemon Red
1: uh, Tetris and Super Mario Land 2 6 golden coins the All 6 right. golden coins <laughs> that wasn't too hard that one no uh, we're going back 1 to number 9 alright Genesis um we got to pick a Sonic game and, and there's going to, I don't know if we're going to come down on the same one here.
0: I, it's funny that dub 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 is playing in the background. Sick. <laughs> yeah. Um, see, okay. Here's the thing. Sonic one was a pack in game. So was two. the Genesis model two yep. was
1: packing in Sonic two. And I believe that's the one that sold the more systems.
0: I'm gonna say see here's when I think of the Genesis, I think of Sonic 2. I
2: like, do too. That's yeah, the one I
0: would
1: pick for that, the
2: series.
0: That is the one I would pick. I, I listen, Sonic 3 and Knuckles is my like favorite like thing oh, yeah. that Sonic has done ever. Yeah, but, it's the
1: best Sonic experience.
0: But more, I feel like most people think of Sonic 2. So I, that, like, would, be, that would
1: be my choice.
0: Yep. that is my choice as well. Um, okay,
1: uh, I'm gonna come in. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna say. I think Streets of Rage two should be on this list.
0: I I agree. I think it dude, Streets of, Streets of Rage as a series is is great, and I think that, that that game in particular stands out to me because I don't know, man, just something about the the soundtrack and just just how that game was. Those big f- farty bases Genesis Simps
1: <laughs> yeah you know
0: just cranching. Um, man okay now so it's
1: hard you, it's hard from here
0: it is hard but how do you how do you feel about because the, the next thing that came to my mind was the uh Lion King game whoa Weird. Um, yeah. Did you ever play that?
1: Yeah, I did. I did. Famously, it had like an almost unbeatable level in it. Yeah. Where you had to jump on the trees. It was very and hard. I, to me, though, it almost feels like Aladdin is the Disney game of that Genesis era that I'm
0: associated a little bit closer with the system. See, I'm, I'm, that's the thing, though. Is in my mind, I think Aladdin for Super Nintendo is better.
1: I yeah, it's tough. Let's talk about some other exclusives. Okay,
0: yeah. Okay, yeah, let's do that. Toe Jam uh, and
1: Earl should be in consideration.
0: That is, that is a big consideration. Vector Man uh,
1: should be in consideration. Did you ever uh, play Rocket Knight Adventures? Yeah, it's great. I love it. And so is Gunstar Heroes, also God. super good.
0: Yeah, God. Both solid games.
1: Phantasy uh, Star 4 was like the also ran Final Fantasy of the console. Um,. There's, uh, yeah, I don't know. Here's here's a thought: what about the fact that this was the Mortal Kombat game you could get that had blood in yep. it? Yep. Okay, how about, yeah, what, m- m- uh, was that MK3? Was it three or two? I gotta look. I,
0: let me double-check too, as well.
1: Mortal Kombat 2, and it was one of the best-selling games on the, okay, of the then, system Okay, then, all right, that, that has to be one. It was like, one of the ways that Genesis launched its attack against Nintendo:
0: Nintendo's for babies. I mean, Sega does what Nintendo don't. So, yeah, no uh, friendo,
1: yeah. You would say on the on the <laughs> school yard.
0: Yeah, uh, got okay. blood in there. All right. Yeah, all right. So here here we go. So we have Mortal, uh, Mortal Kombat Two, <laughs> Sonic the Hedgehog Two, <laughs> and um. What was the other one that we picked? Streets of Rage two. All, all right, all, all two.
2: Seri- all right.
0: Nice. Okay, so let's lock. We lock that one in. Lock it um, in. All right. So let's let's move on. Twenty four. Ooh. A, a system I'm very well acquainted with: the Nintendo Game Boy Color. Uh, we already kind of talked about one of Whoa, our picks,
2: cool. and
0: uh, I'm gonna say, uh so Link's Awakening DX is that one pre one. Well- pretty much well locked in
1: uh yeah i think you gotta pick yeah i would say Link's awakening dx as a as a color as a thing to sell the game boy color on yeah um i think you gotta pick one of those pokemon games too
0: it'd be crystal then you think it would be crystal over Uh, gold silver well, the only reason I is because crystal was specifically made for color you could you could play gold and silver silver on a regular game boy. I feel like right, crystal right. specifically like showcases the like color yeah I like
1: it. I like what you're I like where you're thinking there. Celebi uh, also like a good a good Gen two representative. Mm-hmm. Uh, or is it Celebi? I don't know which one it is. Sorry. Um, it's what one you, of them. Before we before we lock down, Links Awakening DX. Should we have an Oracle of Seasons, Oracle of Ages discussion?
0: Yes, because honestly, if we're talking like what what is better, um, I would say that Seasons and Ages are better games. Um. And they also are only for the. I think even the. I think even the DX version you could play on an on a non Game Boy system. Um, I don't think it was exclusive to the Game Boy Color. Whereas Seasons and uh, Ages was. Um. I mean, what are, I guess. What are your thoughts on on those games? Did you play those games, Dylan? I did. I played all three. Um
1: god it feels it feels like i want to say link's awakening dx because i think that it's a more iconic zelda experience than either of them yeah it also has the baggage of being like a port with extra content and a re-release yeah whereas like oracle of seasons and oracle of ages are like this clean this is a game boy color thing
0: okay you know, and you know i i can concede to that point i think i think i'd be okay with that reasoning
1: choosing which
0: one ages or seasons
1: (sighs) i will say that if you say to me legend of zelda oracle of for whatever reason my brain wants to say ages before it wants to say seasons
0: eight i'm gonna tell you i like ages i like ages more
1: all right okay we're gonna we're gonna do oracle of ages yep and pokemon crystal now we have some scrambling to do
0: (laughs) okay so
1: Uh, other other console exclusive gbc experiences i'm just gonna read off a few of them to
0: you okay because i i do have a game in mind but i want to hear what you have to say oh i don't i don't have one in mind. hit me with one that you have in mind first um shantae
2: Oh,
0: hey, by, that's an idea. Made by World. It was made way late in the Game Boy uh, Colors life. I think the Advance might have been out at this point. Uh, but it was the first Shantae game. Um, I mean, it's it's a good game.
1: Uh, yeah, and it's kind of like it's built a respectable little franchise for itself over the years. Mm-hmm. It, it yeah. crops up in those conversations about great games that were so late in the release cycle that they kind of got overlooked. But it's, yep. you know. Here's a few others to throw out just from looking at this list, okay? You got Pokemon okay. Pinball, technically eligible because it's not a mainline Pokemon game. Yep. You got Super Mario Bros. Deluxe. You got uh, Pokemon the Trading Card game. Ooh. There's a Yu Gi Oh game here. Uh, and, like, other shit <laughs> Dragon Warrior Monsters, uh, a DKC. Yeah, I kind of like sh- how Shantae feels at this spot. Yeah. I, I, I think it would
0: be a good solid third pick.
1: All right. Shantae is locked down. Pokemon right. crystal Oracle of ages and Shantae for the game. Boy All game.
0: right, there we go. So let's just keep it rocking. Coming up next 19. Ooh, 19. Okay. So another system I'm not super familiar with is the Sega 32 X <laughs> released released in 1994.
1: Technically an attachment that you plug into your Genesis. Uh, Is but this I mean, another... there's one obvious choice here and it's Knuckles Chaotix.
0: Okay. There we go.
1: It's the only game I can think of when I think of a Sega 32X.
0: So now I'm Googling 32X best games. Uh, I see
1: that it has a Virtua Racing. I see it that does. it has a
0: Doom. Uh,
1: I see that it has. Oh, you know what? It has Virtua Fighter. Oh right, it had like a really terrible Virtua Fighter. That's right. I think I think
0: we should put it on there.
1: Let's put Virtua Fighter on this. Yeah, Metal's Chaotix and Virtua
0: Fighter. Okay, now now this is where we're kind of really.
1: <laughs> now we're really scraping the we're bottom really... of this barrel. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh... Uh, I'm looking at this list and seeing if anything really speaks to me. Star Wars Arcade, I feel like, was a thing at the time that it looked like that, you know, vectory arcade Star Wars shooter. Yeah. Uh, uh, I think that the version of, of NBA Jam for this was considered to be very good. Okay. Um, let's see if I can find a top ten.
0: I, I'm seeing NBA Jam on on a, on a top list. Turn, so that that could be a good one. We already did Mortal Kombat 2, so I don't want to put it there again.
1: Uh, uh Chaotix. S-
0: Oh, you know what? The internet seems to think Virtua Racing is
1: is up there also.
0: Okay. Why don't we do okay, why don't we just do Virtua Fighter and Virtua Racing? Sure.
1: Knuckles Chaotic, <laughs> Virtua Fighter, and Virtua Racing for the All third right. two acts.
0: All right. Hell yeah. All right. Next <laughs> Let's... up number thirty three. Okay. Uh Sony Playstation three. I already have one locked in. Are you ready for this? Yep. Uh, Dark Souls. Hell yeah. Dark
1: Souls, motherfucker. A must. There's no way it's not on there. I would also say we should put The Last of Us on here. I'm inclined to agree. And I think we gotta put an Uncharted game on here.
0: (laughs) I'm not super... So here's the thing. I'm not familiar with that series at all. I know people like that a lot and talk about it a lot, so i mean as a third pick like i'd be okay with it because you I, could, I still you could make an argument here to go with one of the multi-platform
1: ones i mean ps3 was the failure of this it lost i mean it movie.
0: had no games yeah that's the me. yeah no games um i i'd be okay with that i think that's a good solid list um real quick
1: hang on one second
0: I did play Fallout Three on on PS3 and I really enjoyed it, but I don't think it.
2: Uh, in one the long
1: second,
0: run. one second. I just want to make sure. Yeah, okay.
1: Dark Souls, uh, The Last of Us, and is it just going to be the first Uncharted or? I mean, it's the one that started it all, or maybe I don't know. Too, like, do p- is two, like, yeah? Do people who care about Uncharted think that there's like, no, the best one is definitely whatever. Or should ah, we I'm... just say Uncharted and say Nathan Drake, you're in the club? Yeah, let's just let's bring him in. Okay, Dark Souls the Last of Us and Uncharted for the PlayStation 3.
0: Alright. We're getting we down,
1: dude. There's only one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten to go. Alright. Final ten. Here we go. Number seven.
0: Okay, so now we're we're taking it all back. So this is the the Sega Master System.
1: Okay. I got I got some thoughts.
0: Okay, alright, yeah, H- hit me with it.
1: Alex Kidd was Th- Sega's first attempt at a mascot.
0: You know what, I'd be okay with that pick, because I still feel like I see Alex Kidd stuff, like in the year of our Lord 2020.
1: I know the best uh, one is supposed to be Miracle World, Alex Kidd in Miracle World.
0: Mm-hmm, yep, I see, like you can even, I think there might even be some stuff on the Switch. Um. So, I would be okay as as that as a, as a pick
1: if we hadn't already done castle of illusion for the game gear i would say it's a contender but i think we should set it aside because yep. we've already picked it for the game gear yep i got some ideas about fantasy zone because of its character its main character the little alien ship that you play as opa opa being like another also ran sega mascot of the sega arcade era yep and uh, fantasy zone just being like a you know a really colorful master game master master system game, uh, that that I would say bears inclusion.
0: What do we choose for the third one then? I'm seeing some 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 heaters to be honest. I see like Wonder Boy. I, I see Sonic the Hedgehog. I, I see uh, Altered, Altered Beast,
1: Beast starts here.
0: Uh Golden Axe Warrior. Do you ever play that?
1: Um, yeah, I wonder boy feels like it has some, some weight to it. I don't think that the master system Sonics feel like they're important moments in the Sonic story. Yep. I think that the, like the game gear Sonics, some of which are the same versions that are on this master system. Yeah, Those feel like distinct Sonic experiences of that era. Cause they mm-hmm. were like handheld, uh, But I feel like, uh, the, you know, the, the shitty Sonic 2 for master system or whatever, it's just there for people whose parents didn't get them to Genesis, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. So maybe not Sonic. Um, I mean. I feel pretty good about Wonder Boy 3, the Dragon's Trap
1: as our third choice here.
0: Yeah, we could do that. Or we could do. We could also do just Wonder Boy in Monster Land, the first one.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It, would it be? Yeah, maybe we should.
0: Let's let's do that.
1: That got like a big port recently. I remember. Like yeah. A remake port. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay, I got a, I got our three here. You want me to say uh, them? Yeah. Um, Sega Master System from 1985. Alex Kidd in Miracle World, Fantasy Zone, and Wonder Boy in Monster Land. All right. All right. God. 1985. Uh, and next we have number four. So we're definitely still okay. in the eighties. What do all we got? Right.
0: <laughs> so I don't know shit about this one. Uh, the Sinclair ZX Spectrum, released in 1982.
1: Oh fuck. Okay. Well, first of all, we should be calling it the ZX Spectrum. Oh, because oh yeah. Much more of a of a British thing than it was. Uh, Did it ever make its its way over to the states? I think you could buy a a Sinclair ZX Spectrum here. Yeah, it just didn't, it didn't, like, since it wasn't considered to be a necessary game thing, if you owned one in America, you were probably, like, doing your taxes on it and shit, Mm -hmm. you know? Okay. This was another, you know, personal computer like the Commodore 64 that became a dominant games machine in the UK.
0: Yep. Uh, I'm looking at a top 10 list. I mean, I don't know any of these games. Like, do you have any contenders before we kind of just.
1: No, we're going to have to just go blind and try to figure it out. Looking at
0: Okay. So I'm seeing a lot of, uh, Lords of Midnight beyond
1: Lords software. Of Midnight. I feel like there's also a game that was like the UK's version of Mario, like a very colorful platformer. Um. Um. Let me see. Let me see what I can what I can find here.
0: <laughs> Horace goes skiing.
2: <laughs>
0: uh, <laughs> uh, there's one called Jet Set Willie. Ooh, weird! Like a like a
1: like a pre runner to Jet Set Radio. Let me see if this is what I'm thinking of. Kind of looks like what I'm thinking of. Um. Okay, let's just find. I'm gonna try to find something where British people have voted.
0: Okay. Because so right now I'm right now I'm I'm on the Eurogamer website. Oh yeah, what's Eurogamer? Eurogamer is saying what? I mean, it's just it, it's a top ten, but it's not like listed. It's not like it's uh, you know, one's better than the other. So I'll just see.
1: Number one on this list is
0: Elite.
1: I remember people talking about Elite, right? Because it was like open world space exploration
0: okay okay uh
1: i feel good about elite on here
0: okay uh, because
1: i know that it's i've heard of it
2: (laughs) all right
0: so we'll we'll do elite um
1: then this computing list also throws out the great escape but i haven't seen it on any other lists um Head over heels. Have you seen that on any of your lists?
0: Uh no, I've seen Lo- Lords of Midnight again. That one seems to be coming up. Oh, yep. I like Lords of Midnight. Let's do Lords head- of Midnight. Okay. And I see Head Over he- Heels So all right. <laughs> How do you feel Lords about that? Lords of Midnight. Uh and Head Over Heels. Head and,
1: over Heels. We've officially conquered the Sinclair ZX Spectrum, according to us. Oh my god. Hey, uh, you know what we're <clears> finally doing now? We're doing number
2: one. All right.
1: What's the earliest console?
0: Uh, Atari 2600. I have strong feelings about this. Okay. Shoot me with it because I have no feelings about this.
1: I have strong feelings about this. I think number one, pull the lever, most important 2600 games, ET, top of the list. Oh, absolutely. Um, It's often called the worst game ever made. It's it's credited with the entire video game market crash of eighty four. Uh, it's
0: like an it's like a it's like an Icarus tale. And then didn't they find like a like a landfill or like something that was just had a bunch of copies of them? Yeah,
1: in? the desert. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. I also think that there's no way we're not putting Pitfall on this list.
0: Oh yeah, you have to. Pitfall,
1: Harry man. Um, there, you know. Um,
0: I mean, it's to the point where like the pit, the super Pitfall for Super Nintendo. Like, if you put in a, a code, you could play the original Pitfall game. And I know uh, Pitfall
1: Two was like a pretty impressive technical achievement for the 2600. Where I know that the like the ROMs had to be eight kilobytes or under. Yeah, uh, and so they had to like invent some chips to make Pitfall Two work. Uh, and I think that's all very impressive, but I mean, Pitfall, Pitfall for sure.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. Okay, uh, so Pitfall and E.T. Uh,
1: now and... I'm between two. Now I'm okay. between
0: two. All right, what do you got?
1: The first one I have is Space Invaders because that's okay. that's how they sold the system was on, you can play Space Invaders at home. Okay. Um, The second one I have is Adventure. Do you know about Adventure? I don't. Uh, so it's like a gray background it's a precursor to the legend of zelda you are a little square you're looking top down at this castle that you're moving around okay uh and you have to go find things and bring them back to other places like go find a yellow key bring it to the yellow door there's dragons around trying to attack you uh and etc etc but the reason i want to put it on here the reason i think it, it might beat out space invaders and i don't know that for sure that it would it's got the first ever secret in a video game.
0: Okay. That beats it for me. I'm so sorry. Like...
1: Atari Atari was super shitty, and they wouldn't let their developers have credit uh, in the game or on the packaging. And so the dude who created uh, Adventure hid an invisible item, same color as the background. And if you picked it up, knew where it was and picked it up and brought it to this one wall it would like unlock that wall and you'd move into a little room that said his name so that he could prove that he made it.
0: Yep. Then, then we have to, okay. So adventure, it's a, it's a, it's a a big one. Yep. We have to do adventure, adventure, ET and pitfall for the 2600. Yep.
1: Number 35,
0: the Nintendo 3ds released in 2011 tough
1: in my opinion
0: it is tough because it also is a uh has a lot of incredible um games on it like just a very solid game library uh, Are we putting
1: a Pokemon in this no matter what, or is there a version of this list that doesn't have a Pokemon game?
0: I would say there's a version of this list that doesn't have a Pokemon game. I think it would be probably X or Y, right? If it was one of them, if if it was gonna be any, it would be those. But they don't feel like
1: they're necessarily big reference points.
0: No, uh, I would choose other stuff over over this one. How do you uh, feel
1: about how do you feel about uh, 3D Land?
0: I feel pretty good about that one.
1: It feels like it was a, the best showcase of the three D capabilities. Yeah,
0: absolutely, absolutely. Um, I feel great about that. Uh, I'm trying to. I think. love Link Between Worlds so much. Oh, okay. Uh,
1: but I, but I'm more. I'm worried that it is isn't one of the three most popular. I don't know, or the three I most mean,
0: important. I don't know. It's certainly up there. I mean, it kind of read like it was kind of like an in between point between. Zelda games up to that point, and Breath of the Wild because it did things up different.
1: Yeah, nonlinear. Yeah, I mean, what about Kart Seven? Is that in the conversation?
0: Mario Kart Seven? Uh, I don't think so. You don't think so? No. Um. I mean, it was good and popular initially when it came out, but I felt like it fell off.
1: Any thoughts about uh? It, would we do a way between worlds? before we would do you know ocarina of time 3d or majora's mask 3d
0: here's the thing both those 3d remakes are incredible they're great Uh, especially um i would almost even say majora's mask is could be a contender because it 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 was the first time that you could play that game beyond 64 really like there was a unless you emulated it or played it on the wii um I think even maybe the Wii U, you, you couldn't really play it. And it was like, it's desperately needed a remake. And so, and it kind of had this meme going about like, will
1: they, will they do Majora's mask? You know, yeah. like Nintendo was being very coy about whether or not they would. Mm-hmm. I could see it. I could see it here instead of link between worlds. I don't know a hundred percent. Yeah. Uh, I I'm kind of, I'm torn. Um, New leaf should be in the conversation too.
0: It has to. I, it like, should
1: be in the conversation.
0: I, th- I think I think I would put that on the list. The only
1: the only hesitation that I have here is is
0: Pokemon X and Y. I don't I just they're good games. Don't get me wrong, but like when I think of Pokemon, like these these ones don't really like reinvent the wheel yeah and like don't really push the series forward right and so like i don't think people like think about these pokemon games as much as they think about other pokemon games not to say they're they're bad i just you know i played through them and then i was like all right well i played the pokemon game and i'm done it's not like a game like sword and shield where i still go back to it or, like, other Pokemon games where I've played it and would go back to it over the years. Like, I don't know. I just, I don't think I can put them on the list.
1: I just want to say, right now, we're looking down the barrel and potentially not having any of the top five selling games of the 3DS on this list.
0: All right. What do we, okay, what do we What do we have as far as top five sellers? Number
1: one best-selling game on the system was Mario Kart 7.
0: Okay. Uh,
1: number two was Pokemon X and Y. Number three was Pokemon Sun and Moon. Number four was Pokemon Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire. And number five was, five was New Super Mario Brothers 2. I feel of all of those, the most trepidation about cutting Mario Kart 7. I think it's oh. kind of a bad Mario Kart game, uh, but it feels like a big 3DS game to me.
0: Let me let me throw something at you. Yeah. How do you feel... and? I don't know if you were as close to these games as you were with the the one on on Switch, but Fire Emblem Awakening or slash Fire Emblem, uh, the other one that came out with 3DS. I
1: don't feel great. I don't feel great about it. Um, Fates, Fire Emblem Fates. I don't feel great about it. I owned uh, the first one you said. Which one called called again? Uh, awakening. Awakening. I owned Do you, Awakening.
2: You Dude, um, one. I just
0: want to say fucking both incredible games um but maybe not the most culturally important but still worth playing like there's some right. of my top favorite and I,
1: and I feel a little bit disappointed that there will be no probably no fire emblem representation uh in our canon that sucks it does suck
0: a, a damn a damn shame
1: i feel like I'm kind of, okay, I'm kind of like in your Majora's Mask 3D argument here over your Between Worlds argument. Okay. So, and I love, I for me, I like Between Worlds more as like a thing that I can do on a 3DS. Yeah. But it having that extra weight of like, is it going to happen? Feels like a very 3DS moment to me.
0: Okay. So let's put super Mario 3d land as sort of like the technical showcase of the system. Yep. Let's put Majora's mask as sort of like a a huge moment of like, you know, will this game ever come out? And I mean, eventually it did, but then that kind of, that leaves us with one more slot, new leaf, certainly in contention. it, It, I mean, it's there. And here's the thing, like, I know you're not as hot on New Leaf, but, and it it certainly is, it was never as popular as New Horizons.
1: I owned it. I owned it. Uh, It was the sixth best-selling game on the system.
0: Yeah, I mean, a, a lot of people loved it and were really into it. And, like, if you were really tapped in to, like, the New Leaf, like, community online and everything, like, then you it kind of never were. died, right? It yeah, kept going. no, it, it kept going like until, I mean, until New Horizons came out. So, all right, let's go ahead and lock it in. New Leaf. All right, all right New Leaf. Fuck it. Uh, Super Mario 3D Land, Animal Crossing: New Leaf, and uh, The Legend of Zelda: Majora's Mask 3D. Okay, I like that we
1: did Majora's Mask. I think it might make some people bristle, but I like, I liked our, I liked our. Okay,
0: they they can wait until we get to the. The N sixty four.
1: Yeah, okay, let's talk about eighteen.
0: The Panasonic 3DO. I have This is another Rich Kid system that okay. failed. Um I don't know anything about this system.
1: Gex Gex started here, Gex really? the Gecko. Also, I think the first ever naughty dog game was on this system, and I think it was a fighting game with dinosaurs in it.
0: Uh that's crazy. Um. Oh, you know what yep, here is, it is on it? Way of the
1: Warrior for 3DO.
0: Yeah, I'm. I'm looking at a list. Yeah, Gex. Uh, Mist. People... Mist,
1: but Mist is such a PC thing. It's mm-hmm. so inextricable from the PC. You know?
0: Oh my God, Dragon's Lair was on this.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think that sounds right to me. Uh, oh, Night Trap was on it too. Night Trap also here. I think that you got to put Gex on there okay, because right. Gex was there first, and it turned out to be kind of a, a, a decently large thing for the time.
0: Okay, all right, I'm I'm, I'm okay with putting Gex on there. Um,
1: I think we should put that first Naughty Dog game. I know it's supposed to be really bad, but the 3DO doesn't have many claims of fame, and having the first Naughty Dog game is certainly one of them. Okay, I'm
0: okay with that. What is that game called?
1: That's called Way of the Warrior. Way of the Warrior. Okay. I'm okay with that. So now we got a third slot to put on this thing.
0: How do you feel about Wolfenstein 3D? Because we didn't put it on the other system.
1: It seems like a, a smart move. I mean, this is like a, something of a powerful system for its time. And the fact that it could run this computer thing was cool. You want to do Wolfenstein?
0: Yeah, I, I'm okay with that.
1: All right. Panasonic 3DO. Gex, Wolfen- Way of the Warrior, and Wolfenstein 3D. Yep. Uh coming back in now with number 37. We are down oh, to the final 5.
0: Final 5, okay. All right. 37. Nintendo Wii U came out in 2012. The maybe Nintendo's besides the Virtual Boy, maybe Nintendo's worst flop of a system.
1: Um, I have some affection for the system. Oh no, I love it. It had its problems for sure the whole idea of the hold the screen and play on your TV thing was a flawed idea. Creative, but flawed. Mm-hmm. I have two that I feel pretty strongly about though. Okay. Right. And I, and I, have a, I have several that I could put here. I think you got to do Mario Kart eight. There's Absolutely. no way.
0: This is, this is where I think Mario Kart is at its absolute best. I think it's a, t- it's a lock Mario Kart eight. I mean, like, It's so good that they, instead of making another Mario Kart, they just ported it to Switch.
1: Yeah, and it became the best-selling Switch game.
0: Yeah, so it's, that one is uh, a must. I feel pretty strongly about Splatoon. What do you think about Splatoon? I think Splatoon also belongs here. I, I, I don't know if you remember when it first came out, but it certainly felt like a big moment. For the Wii U. It felt and like for the Nintendo. first time there'd
1: been a new Nintendo IP in a minute that was like, ooh, I want to play that. That looks yep. cool.
0: Yep. So I would I would choose that as as a uh as a spot, a lock in. I would lock that one in. I think a lot of people would choose M- Mario 3D
1: World from here, but I, I that's not my number one pick. I okay.
0: I'm gonna say Super Mario Maker.
1: That's my number one pick for this third slot too,
0: because that whole thing was such a big deal. Like, it spawned so many like YouTube videos. And, oh yeah, like, people like it was very much like people like were really tapped in
1: to this and let's game. Not forget that, like the whole the whole Weverse thing of like the Meverse thing of like this social community built into your, into your gaming system. Like yep. the Mario maker experience is so perfectly piggybacking on that. It also is the best. It's the best argument for the, you hold a stylus and uh and a tablet and play on your TV. Like it was yep. just custom made for that hardware.
0: Yep. Uh, so absolutely. I think we, we locked it in Mario Kart eight, Splatoon
1: Mario maker. Yep. Uh, okay. Final four, number 11.
0: Okay, now we're going back. (laughs) I think this is the the last Atari. So this is the Atari Lynx. It came out in 1989.
1: Okay, this is the handheld. I already have some ideas about this.
0: All right, what do you got for me?
1: Do you know about Chip's
0: Challenge? Uh, I actually, like, I have, like, it's, it's, I've heard of it
1: chips challenge is probably best known for a port that was made for windows 95 and featured as a pack-in in in some windows 95 systems yeah but it has an ongoing cult and it started on the atari Lynx. and when we're talking about something as, as obscure as like atari's failed game boy also ran uh i think we
0: got it i think we got it yeah okay so if it's like much a part of that that cultural osmosis then i think we yeah uh i mean um i think it had a good
1: version of california games that people like
0: yep i i see that i'm looking at that at list and that seems to be on there and then i'm there, also there's some kind of like
1: cave cave platformer game
0: is it gauntlet
1: no um, uh it's it's another it's another console exclusive and you're like a little, you're like a dude with a little gun and you're going into this cave. Um But I'm not sure that it's like the most, I just think that, oh, oh, wait, no, no, no. no. I know what it should be. I think I know what it should be. All right. What I, you this got. is the game I'm thinking of. Yeah, I think it is. Klax. Klax was the answer to like Tetris because they didn't have Tetris. So they tried to get this other game going uh, as like a different take on a block. Puzzle game, um, but the thing that's interesting about it is that the whole point of the links is you could either there were some games that it, that used portrait mode and some games that use landscape mode, and the Clacks was one of the games that used uh, um, portrait mode, so it feels like it like it handles that whole part of
0: the system. Okay, I mean. I, I I can't I can't disagree with that. So I mean I think that should be a good uh, pick for it.
1: I feel comfortable with Atari Links, California Games, Chips Challenge, and Clacks.
0: I just I also like the name of, of Chips Challenge. I don't know. It's just something I so satisfying.
1: Something. My wife uh, Shelly and I got super into playing Chips Challenge on uh on our RetroPie that we had that, that I built. Like those puzzles are so fucking good and so addictive.
0: It's a genuinely great game. Awesome, awesome. Uh, okay, let's let's keep it rocking. We three to, to what... go. Number
1: the third to last one we will be doing today is number
0: twenty nine. Number twenty nine. Okay, uh, Microsoft Xbox. I already got a hit for you right out the gate, and that's Halo Two. I was gonna say Halo One. Oh man. Okay. All I right. I
1: don't know. What's the what's the Xbox culture have to tell us about those?
0: So here's the thing. I mean, I, I had a I had friends that have that had um, Xboxes. I never had one, uh, but I would often, often hang out with them. And um, the thing about Halo 2 is that you could. Well, I don't know if you could play multiplayer online with Halo 1. Halo 2, I know that for a fact that you could. And so that was like one of the big like first times where not just like people on PCs could play multi, like multiplayer online games, I feel like. Right, right. So I feel like it has that that edge in that regard, but I mean Halo 1 did kick off the whole series.
1: Halo 1, I remember going to LAN parties where people were landing their Xboxes together, okay, in order to have like death matches and stuff. Yeah. It also introduces Master Chief, which feels like a big part of why Microsoft became a contender in yep. the, in the whole console war. And, yep, and it's why they're I still mean, around. I think I think Halo Combat Evolved, the first one, it feels like the most important of the of the
0: series on this platform. Okay, you know what? All right, because I'll, I'll concede because I feel like, I mean, Halo Two just kind of expands upon that, but like Halo One was the one to sort of really start in. Take things off, and I'm willing to, to give that to it. Uh, how, do you, how do you
1: feel about Kotor?
0: Um, everybody I know that loves Star Wars and like is an actively like an active gamer loves Knights of the Old Republic. It feels like it was the beginning
1: of the whole like Mass Effect thing.
0: Yeah, you
1: know? I, I think
0: I think we would be. Super silly to not include either KOTOR, KOTOR 2. I, I don't really know like if one's better than the other. I would be okay just putting the first one on there.
1: Um yeah, let's do Star Wars Kotor. Uh so we have one more um we have one more slot here, and my feeling about where that slot should go is uh, is Mass Effect One, but was it's on kind X- of the same game as Kotor.
0: <laughs> yeah, was that on? Was that on Xbox? Original?
1: Yeah, I think it was original Xbox, wasn't it? Isn't that where it debuted? Uh, nope, nope, I'm wrong. It was 360. So long. Mass Effect. KOTOR will be your your representation.
0: Yep. Here. Okay. So. What's
1: our third one then?
0: I'm, I'm looking up.
4: Next, I'm, oh. I feel like How Fable was big. Did you guys put a Fable game on your three lists for the 360? No, I don't think didn't. so. We looked at Fable 2, but we ultimately did. I don't mind Fable here. I think Fable would be a good pick. The
0: only other game that I think that we could maybe pick would be Beyond Good and Evil. Oh,
2: I
1: love that game. Although the version that I I got I got into it on the PS2.
0: Okay, well then, all right, let's all right, let's give it to uh, Fable then.
1: Halo, KotOR, Fable. There's yep. your Xbox.
0: There we go. Xbox. We got
1: Two left, buddy. Uh, up next is number twenty six.
0: Okay. Uh, speaking of Sony PlayStation Two, this is the Sony PlayStation Two released in two thousand. Whew! I mean, I mean I got
1: some ideas here. All
0: right. What do you got? We got to have a GTA game. Okay. Uh I'm I'm going to I'm going to put my hat in the ring for San Andreas. I think here's the problem. I think there's good arguments for San Andreas. I think there's
1: good arguments for Vice City, and I think there's good arguments for 3.
0: Yeah, I mean here's the thing, they're all good. The the thing I I think that's that's that makes San Andreas a little more culturally relevant is that. Do you remember the whole hot coffee mod thing that they talked about? As well as like, um, it really kicked off. Not that this wasn't already in conversation, but I distinctly remember like politicians like raising a huge stink about video games, especially around this this game in in particular. Um. So.
1: Yeah, I think did feel some like of that it has, for the go for
0: it. Yeah, I, I was just say I feel like that it has that edge in that regard, but I mean, I mean they're all good games. I
1: I could live with San Andreas here. Yeah? I feel like I would I would either do San Andreas or 3. Uh but you know, 3 would only get the edge over San Andreas for doing it first and like introducing you this idea of the third person open world sandbox yeah. game uh, but I like the idea of San Andreas as like a more important moment in the GTA story yeah you know so okay. let's do San Andreas
0: okay so GTA San Andreas Um, how do you feel about Kingdom Hearts conflicted and, I, and I'm not just saying that because Trevor's playing that song, although it's very apt.
1: It uh, is apt that he's playing Kingdom Hearts.
0: It's in the conversation Kingdom Hearts, but so is FF10. Very
1: true. I mean, They both should be in the conversation. Okay. Um, I'm not ready to lock Kingdom Hearts down. No, no, I'm neither. ready to put it here, though, on
0: this right. list. Okay.
4: I got a PS2 I'm also two ready I'm also to ready play to... Kingdom Hearts. Sorry? What's that? I got a PS2 exclusively to play Kingdom Hearts. Much that's like a, I got a PS1 a, to play Kroc. Okay.
1: Grock. That's a pretty, that's a big, that's a big thing. Um, I want to, I want to shout out that if we did an MGS game for the system, that we would do Snake Eater.
0: That's a good one.
1: I'm not saying that we are going to do an MGS game, but I think that we would do it over two, although two was another like big early 2000s fan backlash moment. Yeah. The whole Raiden situation. But like when I think MGS on the PS2, I think about that opening theme song, the Snake Eater theme song, climbing up that ladder, climbing up that long ass ladder, that sniper battle, all those legendary, iconic moments
0: in that game.
1: I also think we should mention Shadow of the Colossus. As oh,
0: absolutely. Ooh, absolutely. Um, I mean, game got game got remade. Uh, not that that makes it any more culturally or less culturally re- relevant, but I think people still talk about Shadow of the Colossus.
1: And it's like one of those examples where like a game's cult can slowly turn it into one of the big titles for a yeah. system, you know?
0: I think I'd be okay putting it on the list. So but let's
1: let's so let's say if we're gonna lock San Andreas, we're gonna lock San Andreas. Okay. If we lock Shadow of the Colossus Then we're in a situation where we have to choose between Metal Gear Solid 3, Final Fantasy X, and Kingdom Hearts. Can we do that? Do we feel comfortable doing that? I don't know. This is so hard, man. Should we not lock Shadow of the Colossus and keep it more of a a four party discussion at this point between MGS3, Final Fantasy 10, Kingdom Hearts and Shadow right. of the
0: Colossus. Okay, let's let's keep it as a four party party conversation. Is there anything else that you can think of, though that could maybe like bust their way in? No. I I cuz I can't.
1: Not really. No. Okami's okay. cool, Silent Hills cool, Gran Turismo's cool. Yeah. catamari's cool all these things are cool
0: but not cool enough they're not cool enough okay all right so we have these four games are there any that you're like feeling kind of
5: eh
1: on i would cut kingdom hearts before i would cut final fantasy 10 um but I don't know. I just I'm not exactly sure if I am moving with the heartbeat of society as I would do I, that.
0: I see. I think. I think. I feel the opposite. I feel like people are more into Kingdom Hearts than they would they are Final Fantasy X. Unfortunately,
1: it also feels like if you were going to put any Kingdom Hearts game into the canon, it would have to be the first one. Yeah. If you were going to put any Final Fantasy game into the canon, it wouldn't be 10.
0: No, it would not. I mean, we put 7 already, for Christ's sake.
1: Yeah, we already put 7 in there.
0: Uh, uh, okay. I think...
1: I'm, I'm okay cutting Final Fantasy 10. All right. Because I don't think there's any version of the list that would have both 10 and Kingdom Hearts in it. Correct. So, let's go ahead and say... Kingdom Hearts not yet necessarily a lock but it has edged Final Fantasy 10 out
0: from contention yep. so now we have Kingdom Hearts Snake Eater
1: and, Shadow, and of the Shadow of the Colossus we have to cut one
0: you know what I don't want to cut Shadow of the Colossus then I think we got to cut Snake Eater
1: <sighs> or Kingdom Hearts.
0: I think we got to cut Snake Eater.
1: I think so, too. We already uh, have NGS1 on here. It,
0: yeah, and as much as Snake Eater is good, I don't know if it's the most talked about Metal Gear game. It's great, but uh, yeah, I agree. Okay, all right. So let's lock it in. We What's have our PC- list?
1: What's our PS2 list?
0: GTA San Andreas, um, Kingdom Hearts, and Shadow of the Colossus, for the we have
1: one should. console left, Brandon, and I love how this worked out. It feels like we've been doing almost all juggernauts here in the back. Yeah,
2: section. yeah.
1: I'm so um, happy where where things are ending today because our I, there's only one console left. I already know what it is. Number 23.
0: It is the Nintendo 64, re- released in 1996. I mean, we already listen. If we disappointed fanboys because we didn't put The Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time 3D on the 3DS, it's because we're going, my, I would put it here.
1: I think Uh, the three for this console for me, I feel very comfortable locking down quickly. I feel very confident that the three N64 games that go into the canon
0: are like no brainers. So we have Super Mario 64.
1: One hundred percent. That you would never make a version of this list that doesn't have it.
0: No, it it, it defined what 3D gaming could be. Sure, like, absolutely. Uh, it is absolutely a part of the canon. Then we have a light the, year leap forward in video game. Uh, The Legend of Zelda: Ocarina of Time is arguably,
1: also, arguably still a, a big contender for the greatest game of all time.
0: Still. Yeah. It's certainly up there. I mean, people to this day still talk super duper fondly about it. Here's where you might get some arguing, but I feel pretty strongly about what
1: this what this last choice should be.
0: Okay, hit hit me with this final choice.
1: I would say that the that the third most important not, uh, game released for the uh, for the Nintendo sixty four was GoldenEye double oh seven. I agree with you. I just think that, like, it, the whole idea of, like, the couch deathmatch game, people playing that, people keeping their N64s hooked up to their TVs long after its its death, uh, because, you know, it's something they like to do with their college roommates, is yeah. have fucking
0: 007 deathmatches. I mean, I le- legit, like was at a friend's house like maybe a couple of years ago and we plugged into 64 and played Goldeneye and it was great. It was fun. Um, Probably
1: not even my, it wouldn't be my number three choice for like my favorite N64 games, you know? Oh, absolutely. I'd put I a Banjo-Kazooie above this personally. I'd put a... i would put I mean, Donkey like Kong 64, a, number one game. I put a Mario Kart 64 above this personally. Uh, I'd probably put a Majora's mask above this, but obviously we already locked down our, our yep. Zelda. Mm-hmm.
0: Yep. And I think we have to give it to Goldeneye. I think it's um, just the
1: most important.
0: It is it's just a like such a huge major like cultural touchstone within like the N64 canon. Um like everyone who had a 64 that I knew had this game. And like you said, people still play it to this day. It's just it's fucking a game. All
1: right, read them. Read the three, the last three that we're locking in today:
0: Golden Super Mario sixty four, and The Legend of Zelda: Ocarina of Time. And with that, sixty four,
1: <laughs> the the console canon with your host Brandon
0: is uh, complete. It is complete. It is absolutely complete. And uh, <laughs> we made it about three and a half hours in. Uh, uh, that was within my estimation. Yeah, out of the estimated roughly four. So, hey, not too bad. Uh
1: Trevor, as, as the mostly silent observer of this process, is there any place where you feel that we went terribly, terribly wrong?
4: No, I think you guys risked going off course by selecting uh, Animal Crossing for GameCube, as we discussed. But overall, I agree with all your choices. Nice. I uh, I think we
1: I think we really did it today. I feel like there are definitely going to be some British people who are like you fucked up the ZX Spectrum. <laughs> but uh, we did our best as a
0: couple of yanks. Yeah. I think I think we really knocked it out of the park in my opinion and sh- I mean should
1: we should we commit to not immediately but maybe in a month or two down the road coming back for a part 2 where we really go through the dregs here?
0: I'd be okay with that. I think, I think it would be fun to kind of just really scrape the bottom of the barrel. And, <laughs> it would be funny. There's some just, things that we
1: cut from that list. That would be really funny. Like the, Ooh, We cut the, Ooh,
0: would be funny to is, do that. Did, we said earlier doing the list? connect would be funny. Mm-hmm. Some of that later stuff would be great. Um, okay. Uh, do y'all want to wrap up? It's about that time. Yeah,
1: I think we, we can get the fuck out of these rooms. <laughs> okay,
0: awesome. Um, all right. So God, that was the console cannon with your host, Brandon and special guest host, Dylan Flynn. Dylan, now is the time to do plugs. Where can people find you? How can people? Well, you can always listen stuff. to my, my number of podcasts. Uh, Trevor, who's been
1: helping out and I host a couple. We host... Uh, Hallelujah Monkeys, the Gorillas fan cast, and we host Pretentious. That's our new one where we kind of like look back on albums that Pitchfork gave best new music 10 years ago. Uh, and then I do a weekly kind of crazy serialized uh, radio sci-fi music show called uh, Play It By Year with Duff Dixon, where I play Duff Dixon, a 20-billion-year-old former CIA time traveler. Brandon has been on that as a pretty major character. Uh, Trevor also has a great character on that show. Uh, if you guys like sort of comedy, dark comedy, sci-fi, uh, give it a shot.
0: Definitely give that show a listen. It is always my one of my favorite uh, things to do on a Sunday night. Uh, yeah. uh, also, uh, Trevor, you've been on the boards this whole time, but now's your time to do your plugs as well.
4: Um, I've got a radio show going on uh, tonight that I run like every every Saturday evening. That's Trevor Ickrat versus the Absurd Universe. Uh, yeah, 7, 7 p.m. Pacific at Mixler.com slash T-R-V-R-K-R-T-H. You can check that out. And I'm on those podcasts that Dylan mentioned as well. Definitely check out Pretentious. I feel really good about where that one's going. Yeah, that's yeah, been a I, fun one.
0: I'm, ex- I'm super excited for y'all's next episode. Uh, is that That's coming up soon right that's probably going to probably be dropping in like a week and a half or so oh man that's super exciting um as always you can follow trevor on twitter at trbrkrth and you can follow dylan at dylan flynn on twitter you can follow me on twitter at brn hoff i also do a radio show here on mixler mixler.com slash ctw radio show um just kind of do it whenever i want uh so if you want to know more about that i'll just post that on the twitter but finally that is all the time that we have <laughs> for this show for the new Nintendo podcast XL. Uh, thank you so much for everybody for tuning in. Thank you to Dylan and Trevor for everything. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> what a
1: pleasure it was. Yeah, to do This
0: stupid thing with you. Yeah. Um, I just, I don't know. I, I had fun. I thought this was great. And, um, As we always say on this show, um, we still don't have a sign-off.
2: Bye! (laughs) Bye!